0: Fucks in deep I like it These guys are jerks Fuckin deep Bless you boys
1: Young men expressing themselves unbelievable Fuckin deep Put it in move a plan that
0: we believe is fair to all of the teams and our best option under the circumstances it will enable the best playoffs in all of sports to honor our history and produce a champion worthy of claiming the most treasured trophy in all of sports. Yeah! Hey, good shot. It's about time. Hey, it is about time. I mean, I just couldn't get the ball in the hole. I wanted to, but I just couldn't do it. Oh!
1: Happy... Getting pucks deep, putting the puck deep, puck pucks in deep. He's chipping pucks, he's getting pucks deep. Just put the puck deep, <laughs> getting pucks out, getting pucks deep. Put pucks deep, pucks in deep, puck deep, pucks deep. Keep getting pucks deep.
0: You like that, go.
1: That is an all-time favorite happy Gilmore moment for me. <laughs> Just the way he, he like says it to the guy, and then he jerseys and one punches him all in one motion. And it's, then gives the shirt to the guy next to him. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know if... Our, our hardcore Happy Gilmore fans out there will recognize the fact that I actually stole that happy. I stole that from another time in the movie. When, right. the guy, when the guy yells, happy. I was like, there's just no way. like He punches him in the face. And I'm like, it can't just end this way. So I clipped in that little happy at the end. And it was great. The whole thing was, the joke was that it's about time. And there's so many variations of meaning on that phrase for us it's about time for us to come back it's about time for the nhl to come back you know it's about time for whatever and then the second part of that is the punching of the face and i like to envision that that's me punching the face of all of these asterisk people that exist in this return to play
1: format well nobody's happy Right? I am. I think we're excited that there's news, but nobody's happy. Bro, I'm Everyone's, happy. Except for Except for Ottawa Senators fans. They're probably pretty jacked. Because as of right now, the way they've set up the lottery format, the Ottawa Senators are guaranteed at worst two picks in the top six of the draft. Well, that's
0: that's definitely great. That's great for them because that wouldn't otherwise exist, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they already had unbelievable odds. Yes. With their two first rounders. Two kicks
0: at the can. It's funny. You brought up the draft immediately. I pulled out my Look at those notes. No, I just made notes while listening to Bettman say things because it was incredibly difficult to actually follow it along. There was
1: a lot, a lot to digest. Even reading through all the reports yesterday after the press conference, I had a very difficult time getting around everything that was being dumped out there.
0: I needed a Harvard degree to follow along with what they were saying. I found it very difficult. I had to replay it several times, but I finally came down to understanding how it's going to be. And we don't have to dive into that right now. We'll cover that a
1: little bit later when we get down to some topical stuff. But at Welcome least there's back. something. There's Welcome excitement, back, right? Bud. I mean, we got this going on. Um, you know, I, obviously it's been about a month before we've had uh, since we've had a show. Uh, there's been tidbits of news here and there, but nothing like what happened yesterday where the NHL finally laid out some some plans. Uh, I'm trying to temper my excitement, though, as well. I think because, let's be honest here, fuck, we might not see that any of these series begin for like two months plus. It'll probably August sometime, I think Bob McKenzie would say.
0: Yeah, I, I think at at the very least, it's exciting to know that they're not canceling. So it's been defined. We're coming back. Right. Okay, great. So the, my first thing, and I don't even remember if we had this discussion, I'm sure we did on our last podcast, 17 years ago, whatever they do is not going to make anybody happy. But at the end of the day, what I wanted is happening. They needed to award this cup.
1: Yeah. We got to have something, right?
0: This cup needed to be awarded after the year That was, it seemed that there was storylines across the NHL. I mean, selfishly, as Leaf fans, we had quite the roller coaster of a season this year. And it was all shaping out to be a really sweet race to the finish. And not just for the playoffs, but statistics, records, awards, accolades, you know, Matthews coming, what, one shy of co-hosting? the rocket richard trophy like is that
1: not
0: devastating as a
1: as a selfish leaf fan that's probably the one thing i'm most disappointed about but did you not see though that they said they had not sorted out how stats were going to be figured out during this play in round and i say play in funny because it's it's the playoffs like this is all playoffs let's be honest some teams are eliminated some teams are in i know they want a distinction between this Oh, this is the play in and this is the playoffs, right? Because they don't they want to preserve some sort of integrity of the playoff structure. I get that. But let's be honest, like it's completely different than anything we've ever seen and, and hopefully we'll ever see again.
0: These stats should be regular season.
1: So during the play ins. Yes. Right.
0: Because they are using regular season rules. They're using regular season rules, overtime and shootout. Okay, so, and it's not the Sweet 16 yet. It's not even close. It's not even the, whatever the fucking term is for the NCAA for 32. What is it? Do you know it? Is there a term for it? No. The round not of 32? Sure. Sweet 16 is a thing. It's I know what it is. It's not as cool
1: as that. I don't think it's nice alliteration phrase no. or anything. No,
0: but this, this 2014 thing. Okay. It's all for seeding. And then moving into the Sweet 16, which is the actual playoffs, which yes. is when continuous overtime will exist, regardless of the best of five or seven, whatever. Let's right. be honest, Lesko. They could change the length of the series any fucking time they wanted to. Next year, they could be like, you know what? Players don't want the long series. We're going to go 3-5-7.
1: Yeah, I'm not as bothered whatever. by the, the length of any of the series. No, me uh, neither. It's I'm more fair. bothered just but but what it does to some of these loser teams. And I'm talking... Okay, I would have had no problem with them going uh, a twenty and making the bottom eight or whatever, duke it out. You know, so you got two teams from each conference uh, who are you know had a legitimate chance of making the playoffs. Okay, and now the odds have all flipped. So if you're the Carolina Hurricanes, you had an eighty percent chance of making the playoffs going into lockout. Or whatever, shutdown. Yeah. Okay. Lock now that they literally have a a, a flip, like a coin flip, chance of getting into the playoffs, their odds went down basically thirty percent. Yeah, just off the top, and that's not factoring who they're playing and whatever. Yeah, listen,
0: there's gonna be lots of arguments, or or you know, don't even have to call them arguments. Points, facts, opinions, whatever for for both sides. But at the end of the These day, are facts. No, I, I, <laughs> you're right. They're, they're your facts. So they're definitely opinions. They're
1: my facts.
0: <laughs> but at the end of the day, dude, like, they said that this was the best way. And if you and I are, are going to sit here and pretend that we put an ounce of the effort that the committee. <sighs> And the statisticians. Oh, yeah. And probably they, they probably enlisted the help of some fucking mathematicians. Oh, the amount of, the
1: amount of work they put into this. Like it's hard enough to schedule the NHL season. I know. Yeah. So so,
0: like, I, I firmly believe that, like, I firmly believe that this has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that 24 was the best
1: number. I suppose. I thought it was, I, I honestly thought it was money driven. I, I really did because like, well,
0: the whole decision is obviously money driven though, but
1: to a certain degree, I mean, they're not putting butts in the seats. And that's what it's I was going to say. So what do you mean? League. What do you mean? So though? I mean, in the context of, of they, they owe the broadcasters money for not having games. The broadcaster's paid for 82 games or whatever it is for, for a team for a season. Yeah, but come season. on,
0: man. It's a global pandemic. There's got to be a fucking exclusion in the policy or the well, that's contract I, somewhere.
1: I would assume it isn't. Policy. Now, they might have I'm that going broker. forward. So that would make for testing negotiations with American networks next year. But uh, I am I, I'm basing on the assumption that they're contractually obligated to put on a certain number of games. So le- the more games that the NHL can play – the less they're going to have to pay their rights holders. And suspiciously enough, um, Bettman said this is not economically driven, which I, I called bullshit on immediately. And the other aspect of it was, this was this press conference was exclusively broadcasted on Sportsnet. Exclusive on Tim and Sid. Is that not weird? Is Don't you think you would invite all the press for a big press conference? Not just, especially because this, this is a... Um, uh, a news bit that's not just sports news, it's going to make all the headlines.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you got to remember, we're in a midst of coronavirus, isolation, social distancing right. kind of situation. You can't just have a fucking room full of So they press. couldn't
1: have TSN in there with a camera? Hey, I'm not, saying that they well. co- I'm not saying that they couldn't. but I'm what, just wondering what, if what? they did it, though. It was just like throwing a bone to their rights holder. Hey, we'll, watch the ratings of this press conference. We'll, we'll give you this on its own because... So Sportsnet doesn't take them to the woodshed when they don't get all the games that they paid for.
0: Ah, that's a really good point.
1: It's like almost like throwing them a little a bone. But
0: they are the rights holder, though they don't have to go to TSN. They are,
1: but it's it's normally you know sports league for a mini thing. They want all the media to carry the broadcast of their press conference. Yeah, but
0: who who cares? And I mean, I don't, I'm not saying who cares. I'm actually asking you. Who of all the parties, be it Sportsnet, TSN, the actual NHL itself, who out of those parties is upset that someone else is there? The only one that would be upset would be Sportsnet, right? And does TSN... Or CTV, or I guess they're the same company. Do do other networks pay money to get access to these conferences, or are they just simply well, it's told? Just media. They're told, there, hey, two thirty press, press release, yeah, two thirty,
1: you be there. You know what I mean. So your main
0: question is, it was a press. release. Well, I'm just release. wondering
1: why is it was broadcasted exclusively on uh, Primetime on Sportsnet.
0: Well, I think the answer has to be COVID nineteen.
1: That all right? right it's, it it's has to be, yeah. But
0: well, it's a combination yeah, of both. It's business,
1: man. Right? I think, yeah. I think it's business more than COVID. But you could probably well, you can TSN get away calls with. Calls up and says, "Why the fuck weren't we invited?" You'd be like, "Ah, COVID. You can't, you can't come. You can't come." Well, you yeah. can't though. Like, but it wouldn't be hard for the NHL to set up a camera and and d- d- like distribute for everyone. Distribute for everyone, exactly. So anyway, because that's
0: all it was. I don't anyway, want to get hung it? up on
1: the semantics of that, but I just thought I'd make that point because I found that really interesting, and <laughs> it just it got me thinking of the business side of things because. Let's be honest, if this wasn't a business, if this wasn't uh, amateur level sport, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, If there wasn't true. big money involved, it wouldn't happen at all.
0: True. Well, you know what? The the, the best example of that is this podcast. There's yeah. not big money in it, and it didn't happen at all. That's for, correct. For like a month and a half. Yeah. Which, by the way, 12 and a half minutes later, it's Pucks and D podcast. Welcome back to our uh, avid listeners. Uh, one of them in particular I do want to shout out to, Michael. You know who you are. Your AC is broken. I feel for you, bro. I saw that tweet. It sucks. I want to shout you out. You asked for prayers. I'll send you thoughts and prayers, my friend. You deserve it. It's a hot fucking day out there. Let's go. But
1: thirty-six in the valley. Thick and sticky.
0: You're welcome. We're <laughs> we are back at the farmhouse and it's hot in here. I put an AC in and I had that sucker all the way up like all day. And it was an icicle when I first came in. Starting to warm up a little bit, because obviously it was. It's had all the hot air. Off. Yeah, we got a lot of ha- hot air a coming hot out. Air. Um, find us on Twitter, at Lesko Adam, at Coleman 42, at PuckPod is the station. And uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back to it, go! I mean, there was really nothing going on. We We had no reason to come back every week or every other week. Whenever we would get together, though, we'd be like, man, this was fun. Let's do it again next week or the week after that. And then, like, there's just, like, what happened? Nothing happened.
1: I guess. And, and you know, even last episode we spent a lot of time on personal stuff and just kind of talking about whatever because it seemed like what what matters at this point in time. And I got some positive feedback on on the episodes. At least, you know, people seem to enjoy hearing us say stuff for whatever reason. So thank you to you people because uh, it's Ooh, you part easier. of the... Oh, yeah, shit. Well, I'm cancelled. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that you know we appreciate that and hearing that kind of things that people people want us back going and so we'll do our best to keep it going but uh obviously having content is a big part of it i mean we're a content driven show i mean let's be honest we don't have big money sponsors we do have a wonderful provider of our apparel that who is glant media um but i mean the podcast industry has been kind of upended pretty hard uh, I read an article recently talking about how Barstool is like hemorrhaging money, uh, basically because they, you know, they invest a lot of money in their podcast and the marketing side of things, and uh, you know, on promoting and production and talent, and uh, they, so they lost a lot of sponsorships. And uh, but it goes deeper than that with Barstool, so it's not just losing sponsorships. You know, companies are hurt and they spend less money on ads, right?
0: But for podcasts, wouldn't you think that? They could thrive in a moment like this because you can still get together and you can still you can
1: still create. You yeah. can still do it, right? But I mean, with us being con- like largely content driven, without things happening, it's harder for us to go. If you're a a big production podcast and you got access to everyday access to NHLers, actors, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you got yeah. you can fill some some space there. And you Musicians, can, exactly. Yeah. You can keep things going. I mean, you know, the, uh, let's say podcasts that are more concentrated on interviews. Don't have to be, you know, don't have to be uh, current, right? Right. That's it's a little right. easier for them.
0: That's right. So I mean, amidst all that, like, so you're talking about Barstool having a difficulty. I had uh, you had mentioned that you you knew a little bit about whatever was going on between uh, Portnoy and Call Her Daddy. Is yeah. That, so, I saw a couple articles on that. I, I got kind of interested and then it was just, I didn't understand it. So I just kind of moved on. Well,
1: I uh, I saw an article. I was in Forbes or something. And, and so I check into it because I guess they're not doing anything right now. And they're basically at each other's throats. The two girls who do the show. Um, these chicks are worth millions by the way, right now. Like they could call their own shots. Like it, they, they really ascribed it to people realizing their brands and using that as leverage. Like hey, I got a million followers on fucking Instagram, you know. Like these these media companies help these people become huge, right? Right. And but then they can leverage their their profile against the company. So it seems they they did that, and it sounds seems they did. It sounded <laughs> like they they got a pretty reasonable offer from the company. Like but from at Portnoy? the end of the day, yeah, and then there was something between the two checks. Like the one girl went behind the other girl's back and said no to the deal, and then the other one was, you know, they they had a deadline, I guess, and and the other girls went behind her back, and they're at each other's throats, and it sounds like they're trying, Barstool's trying to find a way to maybe play that off, like, let's sign these two as, like, rivals now, like, get them doing rival shows, but these girls can go do whatever they want. They had one of the biggest podcasts, they, I think they said it was, like, 40%, anywhere between 40 and 60% of Barstool's ad revenue, podcast ad revenue came from this podcast. Really? Yeah, it was by far their largest.
0: See, that's not what I was gathering. And it's
1: not even really a sports podcast. It's two two uh, city chicks talking about banging.
0: Well, no wonder everyone listens then.
1: Well, it's an interesting topic. I, I mean, might
0: have to fucking download a few
1: apps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting, it's, <laughs> it's interesting to talk about, it, especially in like, you know, modern dating, online dating culture and all that kind of shit.
0: Man, okay. All right, well. I
1: mean. They've got, they have got the podcast business side figured out for sure. But when you have that kind of profile, you can leverage it.
0: Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, let me, let me ask you one last final thought on that, though. You said they can call their shots, they can do whatever they want. For who? Like, where would they go?
1: If they were, if they were still together, let's say they were still a team, like, shopping themselves, fucking, the companies now will pay, like, Sirius will pay you for a radio show, Signing so you to do a multi million dollar deal. Um, Joe Rogan, for example, from Spotify, barely got a hundred million dollar deal to make his shit po- Spotify exclusive. No more YouTube, no more Apple uh, podcasts or iTunes or whatever. What? Yeah, 100% exclusive to Spotify.
0: As of when?
1: I don't know when it's actually coming into effect. I but- can't
0: get the Rogan experience on my Apple podcast. I don't care because I have Spotify too.
1: Yeah. But, but I mean, that's that's, that's the crazy. kind of money these. So Spotify right now, um, what they're doing is they're trying to beef up their po- uh, podcast roster, um, in order to be more competitive with these large media companies, bar, i.e. Barstool. Like,
0: so they're just tossing cash away, Tossing
1: exclusive but exclusive to cash. to reel in some right? big time names. Exactly. Like, wow. there's probably not a bigger podcaster YouTuber in the world than Joe than Joe Rogan. That's Nobody, why I'm interested. Nobody's in that. is influential on the culture and and on. Um, you know, it drives numbers like like he does.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it comes up, but I'm sure that's a like they had to sign some sort of deal. So. It was just
1: like I don't even know if it was officially announced when I had read about it. Like it was leaked or something. But this was last week. Almost. Oh, hey,
0: I wanted to mention earlier when you were talking about being content driven and like how when there wasn't a whole lot of content, we didn't really have much to go on. Like yeah, we're interesting people, I guess if you know us. But we're, it's not like we're out and about, and we have all these crazy stories to tell. Not that interesting, you know. But um,
1: most of them aren't podcast worthy anyway. I, can't, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. My life can be interesting. But. Yeah, but what I was
0: getting, what I was getting at, was that the amount of content that was just dropped on everyone as of last night is epic because we have matchups. So I mean, we can basically do fucking preview shows on every individual series if we wanted to from here on in like we could break down every series look at the matchups that there might be uh between you know forwards and defensive forwards on each team's like i don't even know what the matchups are i don't know did you uh
1: i only saw that toronto's playing columbus yeah i know (laughs) like that's all that's all i gave a shit about at the end of the day, especially well, where with these are they? fake playoffs or whatever they are.
0: How do we have a fucking hockey podcast? We don't know what the matchups are.
1: I have them up here. Oh, you do? No, not like right up, but sort of. In anyway, I don't.
0: My point was I don't care to talk about them immediately right now. My point was that like we can dissect all these interesting matchups. Like I don't want. I didn't want to do that right, for we tonight's got a lot. show.
1: We got I, a lot.
0: Yeah, I didn't even want to really touch it mm-hmm. on tonight's show uh, because this isn't the play-in playoff preview show which i'm sure we'll have we'll have it that was a good name
1: the (laughs) the fake play-in playoffs
0: i said the play-in playoff preview show
1: okay that's good alliteration
0: the ppp pension pan puppets maybe uh maybe we'll get a little sponsor sponsorship Sponsorship? there yeah
1: yeah right (laughs) maybe we get sponsored by this Delicious pink drink we're having. Man, it is a good drink. Never heard of it. I, I, did you make this yourself?
0: Pink whitey or something like that? I don't
1: know. I think you made it yourself. Yeah, it's good. Pink Coley, I think it's called. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> nice, it's not bad. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good summer. Not drink, bad though. when it's thirty-six degrees. I'll tell you that. It's fucking
0: hot out there. Like, it's too hot for me to even imagine doing any kind of yard work or anything outside. Which is all I've been fucking doing That's all
1: the time is, like, springtime. It's fucking yard work. You can't hang out with your buddies, really, and do much. So, you know, can't go most places and fucking stand around. Somebody's going to yell at you and tell you not to do things. And people are... Man, people are... I, I knew that this whole thing would bring out the best and the worst in people. Yes. But I'm seeing a lot of the worst these days. Yes. I mean, fuck, man. Like, just calm down like most people got calmed down oh you're not walking the right way in the store and i can get away from me and like get the measuring tape out on you and all this kind of stuff and like hey i'm pretty cautious and i'm really not going much of anywhere in terms of like busy public places but when
0: you have to be out but every about, time
1: i do i saw i see someone causing a scene about something really see and i actually
0: i personally haven't and this is going to make me sound terrible, but I feel like, whatever. I just hear
1: people bitching about I it, wish too. I oh, wish. going to stand in line to go in a store? Yeah, man. Don't like it. Don't fucking wait in the line. I drove out to Canadian Tire the other day. There was 20 people standing out front. I went, nope, not today, and went somewhere else. Oh,
0: my God, dude. <laughs> I ordered something from Canadian Tire to be picked up. They sent me the email. Nowhere in the email does it say that I have to go anywhere special. It just says, your order's ready. Come get it. And I'm like, okay. So I get in my vehicle. I fucking drive down, park. Get a great parking spot too, by the way. And I look up and I'm like, oh my God, look at all the people. I go wait in the fucking line. I'm in the line for, it's probably only 15 minutes. Yeah, I see where you go with this. But it's a long line. Like it just, it's a long 15 minutes is what I'm saying. Like I'm, And I'm like, fuck man, my order's ready. I'm not going shopping. I wonder if all these people are going shopping or if they're picking up an order. I go in. Go to customer service. Hi, I'm here to pick up my order. Oh, yeah, you got to go down to the gardening center.
1: (laughs) Where there's a separate entrance for you.
0: So I walk through the store down to the garden center thinking it's inside because she told me. She's like, yeah, just go all the way to the end, and it's right there. So I thought it was inside still. So I went all the way to the end, and it's fucking right at the goddamn door, the slidey doors for the garden center. And all I had to do was be like, yo, I'm Josh. Give me my shit. And they would have just gave it to me, and I would have been out of my way. But I had to be there for fucking like 20 minutes, 25 minutes by the time I got out of there. I'm not, I mean, oh, here I am bitching. I'm not bitching a plane. It was just a funny scenario where I waited in the line and then I could have just got it right away. So then I was, as I was walking back to my car, which of course was way over by the, the, the front door, I see a ton of people in the line. So as I'm walking by the line, I yelled to everyone Hey, if anyone's here to pick up an online order, you get it at the garden center. <laughs> And one guy looks right at me and I'm like, yeah, I waited in the line. It sucked.
1: <laughs> you could tell by the look on his face that it sucked that he is waiting in line. For so that. he
0: left and then one other person also left, but they didn't leave immediately. They left like as I was pull- like I got into my car and I was driving out and I saw someone else leave. So I was wondering if maybe I might've helped two people by telling them about that, but it's kind of a shitty situation too. Cause I was trying to cut the grass and I needed a battery. So the battery was there, boom, go grab it, come back. Like I was kind of in a rush, I guess.
1: In a rush to cut the grass, though? Well,
0: I wanted to get it done.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: Hey, man, you must, come on, Property's, property looks good, doesn't it? It does
1: look pretty good. It's a big fucking property. What is this, an acre?
0: Almost an acre.
1: Almost an acre. Well, she looks good.
0: 0.8. It'll soon be mine.
1: There you go. You're working on that? Yeah. Give me a good discount for living in here while they tear it to shreds?
0: Well, I mean, we've been doing most of the, uh, like, we've been doing most of the, the renos and, oh, and the work and pay, oh. paying for shit and whatnot.
1: Well, and that that should be reflected at the end of the day. It,
0: it will be. And it, it, it already is reflected in the price of our rent. <laughs> like, we don't pay very much to live here. So, it's appropriate. We don't mind putting in the work. But, yeah, man, exciting times are ahead. Like, I got that nice outdoor living room all set up. I can't wait for some of my buddies Kane I'm looking at you bud gave me shit the other day because I never called him out he says you never said my name on the podcast ever (laughs) so I'm like well here you go Kane what a beauty there you go yeah so have the boys up and get a little game going I'm getting a ping pong table oh yeah I just spent a hundred dollars on a paddle
1: what today Jesus Christ! I mean, not to play with you.
0: <laughs> a like a Stiga fucking pro or Jesus something like that. And bro, Christ. six six actual like professional tournament Olympic uh, ping pong balls are thirty seven dollars. Oh, I
1: can't wait till your dog eats them.
0: Oh my God! I didn't even think of
1: that. <laughs> He's gonna mouth those fucking things. I mean. You might have to get on that as far as training. That's a good training opportunity for you.
0: Oh, I did not think of that. Yeah, How know. did I not think of that? You might even that. eat
1: the paddle, too. It's made of wood, right? Mmm, tasty wood. Oh my Dogs God. love wood.
0: You're ruining my fucking day. Oh, game. yeah.
1: I love shitting on your day like that. You are ruining I'm my loving day. the weather, though. Like It's early <laughs> summer. It's been a pretty sick May. Um, I didn't do anything May long weekend, which is normally like a go-out-in-the-bush, bush fishing trip type yeah, shit yeah. with my boys. And... But it was gorgeous, and of course, my one my cousin texted me. He's like, "Where the fuck is this weather? the Last ten years we've been I know. out when it's like frost, fucking minus five at night, and all that kind of stuff." It was gorgeous weather. I got out and enjoyed it. I got my boat on the water, which was just unreal. And uh, then I did a fishing trip though last weekend. Said fuck it, went out, went out of boy to the camp, four days up the Magnetoan River, and man, was it something! It was. Absolutely gorgeous. That sounds Hotter sweet. than I thought it was going to be. It was, you know, pushing thirty out there. Helped keep the black flies away a little bit during yeah. the day, so it made it a little, little easier. But uh, had some good success. Put some food on my family and a few too many out there.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, never too many.
1: Well, yeah, I you know, out there you can never have enough. It seems
0: never too many except Sunday after the uh, golf match. The tiger, the tiger filled. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning golf match which did you see by the way at all
1: I saw some highlights from it
0: oh my god like
1: what when Tom Brady split his pants I thought that was great dude
0: Brady I could beat Brady at golf
1: well that's what I was saying is like you know they had heard that he was a good golfer and why would you sign up if you weren't oh you got to be at least decent I they were talking about um, the pressure of playing golf on on camera, especially if you've never done it before. Yeah,
0: whatever. And
1: you're playing with studs.
0: Yeah, but eventually it comes around, and I I feel like towards the end of the round he did he did start doing. He made
1: a couple nice shots. Oh my right? god, he made a couple nice yeah. shots. He
0: fucking jarred one from like yeah yeah. That's
1: right, that's right. Spun
0: it back in there. So obviously Ooh. he showed he
1: showed you that he was that he was a decent golfer, but yeah, yeah. It really didn't deal well. Right. Yeah, but he
0: also had a couple of hosel shots.
1: Yeah, out of his element. Right, David
0: Hozelhoff. <laughs> On a little fucking 10-yard chip. He chips yeah. it over to the fucking right side of the green. I'm like, I don't even do that.
1: Yeah, see, I do that.
0: Now, I might do that on national television, sure, but I'm not a fucking professional best-of-all-time goddamn quarterback.
1: Or, yeah, it's or different, maybe. though. Like He play, played football on camera for 20 years, but you never played a round of golf on on huge broadcasts. It's, I mean, they drew in, like I think it was like peak 12 million viewers. It was
0: the most watched golf event.
1: That's insane. Ever. And just because there's nothing to watch.
0: Bro, it beat out Tiger winning
1: at Augusta last year. I'm not even the biggest baseball guy, and I almost Googled the Korean league that started up recently. <laughs> Just Come for on. sports. Man, I could get into anything right now. Like, my my uh, eyes and ears are open right now. Like, the the um, soccer started when a couple of leagues are firing up in Europe, Um I watched Bayern Munich play yesterday with yeah, Alfonso. Uh, Alfonso Davies, obviously a big Canadian young yes. teenage superstar super over there. That's right. Um, worth worth tuning in anyway, whether or not you're a big soccer fan or care about Bayern Munich. I mean, one of the best clubs in the world, really, like richest clubs in the world too. Um, that was great to watch. He, he puts on a he puts on a show. And little pride there, obviously, Canadian kid.
0: Why don't you get into the online gaming, like watching Fortnite or something?
1: See, I've been watching. Um, I've been watching a little bit of NHL. Turn that tournament that uh, that oh. is putting on. Okay, yeah. I watched Matthews play. Uh, he beat the piss out of some guy. I can't remember who it was. Guy from Arizona, or no, it was uh, it was Yandel. He beat the crap out of Yandel. I think.
0: Okay, well, I mean, the age difference is kind of unfair there. Right, right. And then yeah, Freddie could Anderson. could probably take him in a game of NBA Jam. Freddie
1: Anderson was playing last night, but I didn't see what happened with that. I watched a little bit of that. Um, and, like, mostly just fucking YouTube shit. Yeah. Crap on YouTube.
0: I've seen you playing Fortnite all the time, man. You got to play some Warzone.
1: Yeah, I've been logging some Fortnite.
0: Play some Warzone. It's unbelievable. I shouldn't be playing
1: any video games right now. It's, what are you talking about? It's not video game season. It's over.
0: Who cares? There's nothing on.
1: I know that's the only reason why I'm probably still playing.
0: That's what I'm saying. There's nothing yeah. on. So
1: I got, you... a, I got a crew of guys to play Fortnite. With I was just gonna say beating the pe- beating the rails off some little kids is kind of funny. <laughs> it was really interesting, actually. I had uh, we have this, you know, three guys usually would play pretty regularly, right? And my buddy has a nephew who is six. Okay. And he was in the party when I joined it and I'm like, okay, we, we play. Yeah. Okay, fine. And he's like, play a few rounds with his nephew. No, sure. Why not? All right. And he's like, watch your language. All right. I'm going to do my best here. Yeah. That didn't go well. I'm so, tell you, tell you that right now. It's a now. tough ass so anyway, a shooter game. this kid's like online friends just start like joining the match, like fucking kids jumping in left and right. And they're like talking and they're watching. So they're spectating our match. And some of these kids are, are ripping us. I'm like, oh I'll get that. What are you doing? Why didn't you get that? Oh, oh man, nice nice fall. Good fall damage there. Good what what were you doing? Like, they're chirping. They're you? chirping me. And I'm like, biting my tongue. I'm like, what is wrong with these kids? Like the fuck's going on here? So anyway, the kid gets out of the party and and my buddy goes to his nephew, he says, Ryder, who are those kids? And he's like, Oh, they're my friends. I'm like he goes no, you're six. You don't have any friends. Yeah. Who, who are those kids? He's like, oh, Well, well, it's my uh, my friend's cousin or something. He's like, ha, huh, see? Not even your friend. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, we get out of the party with this kid. And I'm like, okay. And he keeps like coming back in though. We keep saying, I'm like, all right, we got to go. I'll talk to you later. And he keep we all had to block him because he just kept joining us. And like, oh. we tell him like, okay, hey, see you later, man. And he would just jump back in and not like say anything. Six. He's six years old. And most alarming part of this...
0: You're like a fucking dateline predator.
1: Okay, so the the worst part about this is his level was higher than all three of ours. <laughs> his level was 230. Like, I hadn't even seen that many guys with a level that high.
0: Let's go. Okay. No one knows what that means. Okay,
1: level 230, like, ranking up in a fucking video game. What it means is this kid has logged, like... I wish I remembered the number. We, well, My buddy did the math and like wanted to go actually check and investigate. But this kid's logged like hundreds of hours, basically, since December on this game.
0: <sighs> I can't believe you're six. fucking playing Fortnite with like a six-year-old.
1: Well, fuck. I didn't really have a choice at this point. I had it
0: written into the prep. I said, stop playing Fortnite, grow up, and play Warzone.
1: Well, if I had a full crew, I'd jump in any time.
0: Dude, you jump in. And me and fuck,
1: playing. My... I don't. Play I, mean, I haven't played Call of Duty in like fucking six years. It
0: doesn't matter. It, dude. Uh, Warzone is Fortnite, except there's no building. It's just, uh, it's just like a shooter. Right. It's you know, it's. I understand that. Yeah. But are, I was gonna ask you earlier. We were talking about Fortnite. Like, are you a crazy builder in Fortnite? Like, do you not really are you good at like? Can you like and like get the fuck
1: away and I I know. Open a
0: window and shoot a guy out the window. No, no,
1: no. I'm I'm pretty lousy at it. Like so I can it, so... do I can do it to get around. And I'm getting a little better at it. But
0: if you're not superb at building, I feel like you really have no shot at. The winning. guys
1: who are good at building will, will usually kick your ass. How, My you, strategy in that is I crouch down so I don't make noise, hide somewhere in their fucking building, and I wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you come to me and I'll just shot you in the face.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess. Go ahead, build sense.
1: a fucking tower. I'm just gonna stay in the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not I gonna guess, chase you. So
0: like. Because I know I
1: can't build to keep up. Do you win
0: often in Fortnite? Like, do you yeah, have multiple I, I, wins?
1: Actually, a lot of wins under are belt, Surprise! Really, eh? Yeah, we're doing okay. See,
0: I always felt that... But uh, well, my
1: buddies are a lot better than I am. Fair. They pull a lot of the weight.
0: Yeah, fair. But, like, I, I played Fortnite for, for a while, and, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty decent shooter game uh, player. And furthermore, with these games where you have to move with the gas and you got to go building to building, I do fancy myself as a good, like, uh, I plan ahead well. You know, we have to make a move over here and I'll help my team. Like, let's go. Like, we yeah, have yeah. to move now, you know, and, you know, kind of do that stuff. But I always found that when I wasn't building in Fortnite, I was dead. And, like, even though I was a good shooter, it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. You have I to would... at
1: least build to build, like, quick, small structures for cover. For cover. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you're fucked. And, and I've learned how to do that. It's like panic build to at least yeah. protect but myself. Like,
0: even as we're talking about it, it's like, man, that's so lame. Like, war zone is so legit like you're in a you're in a you're in an environment and go go there's an airport there's a downtown there's a quarry there's an, a storage facility you know what i mean it's huge it's exactly like Fortnite, except there's zero building you just shoot people with guns that you find
1: is it a destructible environment uh no oh that's too bad
0: like like if you're hiding in a building and you shoot rpg against the wall yeah no that's too bad I mean, I, I shouldn't say no.
1: That's one of the biggest reasons I switched from Call of Duty to Battlefield.
0: Oh, Battlefield is insane. Battlefield needs to jump on board here. Battlefield well, they have is...
1: Firestorm. It's pretty sweet.
0: Oh, is that, is that the same idea? Yeah, I
1: mean, it came out a long time ago. Oh.
0: Yeah. I'm not up to speed. Well, I mean, that's... I only just recently started playing Warzone, and I the first game my buddy and I ever played, we played a trios, right, which is teams of three, obviously. We decided not to fill our teams so that we didn't have a random guy. And, uh, we, we finished eighth and ninth and we were like, man, we make the top 10. Both of us were alive. Like first game ever. That was great. We probably had gadgets and shit that we had no idea what did anything. And then a few rounds later we were playing the trios. I ended up going to top two and I lose to the guy. I almost like almost won in my first like three games of playing, but I haven't really come that close since I'd get a lot of top fives, but I can't seem to crack the barrier. But I think it's you, you get you get more experience as you go on. eh? you get more experience and, and you get used to being in the top
1: five. You ever play trios or play with two other buddies and and fill your team?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, in quads, or get a fill. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what do you mean?
1: Well, we so we oh, play, get a we do it in, guy. We do it in Fortnite. And we call him Phil. Oh, okay. Just Phil, right? So. <laughs> But it, it 90% of the time, the guy doesn't come with you. He's an idiot or he's six or whatever, right? Yes. But uh, we do some pretty funny shit to them sometimes. Like just get in the helicopter, leave without him. Just fucking leave him somewhere in the storm later. Like, uh, you pissed us off. Well, too, too bad for you or other things. like That's rude. They'll die once. We'll revive them. Like, that's your only revive. Like, <laughs> you get one early. That's it. You wasted it. And They die again. It's like you wait, loot a bunch of shit fucking go maybe revive him or just leave him to die in the storm later <laughs> complete right assholes about it that's funny hey man. win a lot of games with three in, a, in the four uh team ma- matches or whatever
0: um all right let's move on but i i, I only want to remain on this for a moment because we're on video games so i kind of want to just keep that rolling for a second because we never even talk about video games that was one of our go-to's i remember being like yeah we'll talk about hockey and maybe we'll talk about like Video games and stuff. And then it was like, nah, let's just use the music from the old old video games. But I have been on a crazy tangent right now playing Clone Hero. If there's anybody out there that is listening that has a fucking Guitar Hero guitar that has a USB cord on the end of it, I will pay you money to ship it to me. Because I already got one shipped to me and it cost me a pretty penny and now it doesn't work. Uh, it's not his fault it was brand new right it's not his fault it worked for like two weeks and uh, now something happened and the 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 game I guess the those mother those
1: guitars are pretty bunk piece the, of the, shit the
0: motherboard thinks quote thinks that I'm always pressing blue right so it, it's completely Skyrim. unplayable but uh, talk about Guitar Hero so Clone Hero is a free uh, copycat basically it's a free copycat for your computer of Guitar Hero and it's incredible It has every song from every Guitar Hero and Rock Band game ever made globally, and all of the downloaded content. And it has a bunch of fucking custom songs in there, too. It's so unreal. And now I'm on the hunt again looking for another guitar. And
1: that's why you, Was that why you borrowed my Xbox? Yes,
0: it is 100% why I borrowed your Xbox.
1: This guy texted me and asked me if I have an Xbox 360. <laughs> I needed it. And I did. <laughs> it's my Bedflex box. That's all love- it does. It play plays Netflix <laughs> while I sleep. I love the term Bedflex.
0: Yeah. yeah, you saved my ass, man, because I got a 360. I had a wireless guitar. And I got a 360, but then the 360 that I got, the fucking sync button was busted, so I couldn't sync the guitar. I had the game was right in front of me, laughing at me. The guitar was on,
1: waiting to be synced. What synched. a shitty thing to break! Yeah, that little button.
0: So I was totally fucked. Then I got yours, and I was super pumped. And then, like 48 hours later, I discovered Clone Hero. And then my so you mind didn't even need it. was blown. I well, stayed I like awake. How
1: much you you love this shit, dude? Man. I fucking hate Guitar Hero, dude. I
0: stayed awake until like 4:30 on a school night. On oh, a school night. Downloading all the zipped files. Oh, you gotta
1: download the songs. Oh my
0: god, there's like twenty thousand songs. Oh yeah, wow. You gotta download them all, and then you gotta extract them. It's actually not that. I got only... a couple
1: buddies who would be really thrilled to hear about it, though. I dude, had a cu- I had a couple roommates that I lived with back in school uh that i almost smashed those guitars over their fucking heads because i'd be downstairs writing an essay rapping away on the computer and they're fucking ruining your favorite songs upstairs by playing them over and over again yeah. with, nah, nah, and all that Blank. thrown into it right Blank. most annoying game to like listen to someone play right and Not so me. i go upstairs i'm like fuck boys you got to turn this shit down like i'm trying to do work it's like two in the morning blah blah they're like, yeah, yeah, no worries. We'll we'll turn it down. And like, they're trying to beat the game on like expert or whatever. Yeah, fair. And uh, so of course, I'm I'm, I'm go back downstairs. I'm right below them and I can't hear the music. Good. But you know what I can fucking hear? Click, 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 yes. click, Zut- click, 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 Fuck that. Yes. <laughs> Most annoying game in history, for sure.
0: So I'll have a little bit of an argument to that. And some of the listeners of this podcast will be able to even vouch for me. Uh I was on the other side of the spectrum where people were like, Coley, play play Guitar Hero. And I'd be like, what song? And there was only like a few songs that I could play mind-blowingly extremely well on hyperspeed, expert hyperspeed, and get like 98%. <laughs> and like people would want me to play like three it or four impressive. songs. Three or four songs. It play is three-
1: impressive because like I was not great at it. And like I always thought people could slay those great songs was like, really hard ones. Was oh, impressive. man. And there's... It takes a crazy amount of skill and dexterity. <laughs> and you got the perfect, like, gangly fingers for it, too. <laughs> <Fuck yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Look like how long your finger is. I'm also known you have the, for... You have the longest fingers or, like, gangliest fingers for, like, the most, like, short guy. What in the world was you know that I mean? sentence? Well, I don't know. You just have like. The most short okay, guy. So you're about the same fucking. You're shorter than me. You're more like around the same height, same <laughs> build. But like you have these like shack hands and I have these fucking little sausage fingers.
0: I do have. Fucking, Why is that? I can palm a basketball. I know.
1: And no one. Like I don't know anyone who's five foot eight who can palm a fucking basketball. I'm not five eight.
0: How tall do you think you are?
1: I'm like five seven.
0: You have to be five eight. I'm five ten
1: what get I'm, out of here I'm all, i believe i'm we're just, fucking measuring after i believe show.
0: i'm just slightly under five everyone adds an
1: inch like i'm probably five six and i always say five seven but
0: anyway yeah i'm probably five nine
1: actually i probably add an inch every 10 years so yeah every five years add an inch
0: get your phone out what for what Furry says like in the fucking Valley accent. Get it out. 173 centimeters.
1: Oh, your driver's license. Did what they, is it? Did they measure you? Yeah. Well, what's 100? When did the driver's place ever measure you? I don't remember that. Why
0: isn't your phone out?
1: I don't know. What am I, what Just, am I doing? I'm
0: getting you to fucking Google it. What's 173 centimeters?
1: Oh, you want me to convert that? Yeah. Inches?
0: I'm already on it because you're slow as fuck. Yeah. In feet.
1: I'm busy over here trying to do a podcast, and well, you're trying to fucking verify okay. your height.
0: I said I was five nine. I said I was five ten. Then I said I think I'm under five ten. Right, and then I believe I settled on and five what does nine. It say? And it's five eight point eleven.
1: Oh, five eight. Eh? Yeah, but five eight bad.
0: eleven. That's only an inch away from five I, I don't.
1: I never saw anyone's stats say they were five eight eleven.
0: Well, that's what it says right there. Look at it. Five point five eight point eleven. Don't get mad at me. Look at my wallet. It's
1: Five foot nice eight story. though. So we're about the same height. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> I've never in my life been angry about anyone being like, what's your height? But you're like, oh, you have the longest fingers for the shortest guy. And I'm like, okay, hey, hold on a fuck. Well here. you're okay,
1: you're like, you're you're, you're- Finger length to height ratio is fucked up. Put it that way. That is much more politically (laughs) correct. Is it? Yeah. Do you feel better about that statement? I feel less offended. Yeah. Okay. I feel less. I shouldn't call you out about your height. Just the ratio. Fuck.
0: Got me all fired up. Okay. Listen, speaking about getting me all fired up. Can we move on to this asterisk thing, please? Can we address this issue? Yeah.
1: Because you did tease it.
0: (sighs) I went old school. Like I went old school. Back when I had my original profile on Facebook, the that I had, had to delete. I had to delete because of how much I chirped, right? So I'm I basically dialed it back and I went off, and I was so annoyed. and
1: well, because I called it out for you and then we also decided that you were gonna concentrate your shit on here. So in the absence of the podcast, you had a relapse, is what you're saying.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't get away from it. Well, because I had a couple of people text me asking me what I thought, and I was like, Yeah, you know, I mean, I like it. I was like, I'm excited. Like I I maybe I shouldn't say I like the format, but I will not say that I don't like it. I have no problems with it. Everyone's healthy, everyone's fired up, someone's gonna win a cup. And a few teams are going to be like, but I don't fucking care. We're going to get the cup. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be amazing. There's more teams. They're all healthy. More talented players are going to be featured. I don't know what's not to like. I don't understand. Oh, if you're a hockey fan, you cannot fan, like it.
1: There's nothing not to like. I, I don't like the format. In and I alluded to earlier is just I think they've they've given loser teams something they don't deserve. Fair. They've given them an opportunity. A fair. They put them on equal footing with teams that were almost guaranteed playoff spots. Teams like Montreal that had a five percent chance of making the playoffs now have a fifty percent chance. Well, that's fucking sweet for them.
0: See, and I don't disagree with those points or that math at all. And I don't even disagree with the argument that it's unfair. I I, I kind of agree, actually. But what all I'm saying is specifically the crowd that is disregarding this cup champion before it even starts. Right.
1: The people are like, oh, this is... Doesn't just, matter. Yeah, COVID yeah. cup. Yeah, garbage.
0: But- you know? Asterisk. Shouldn't count. I had a fucking big, long go-ahead with some fucking guy. I think I was hammering away on my phone. I should have been fucking working, but he kept replying. Oh my God. He kept replying and I should have been working <laughs> and he was so fucking dumb.
1: Oh my God.
0: At one point when I ended the whole thing, I probably had six comments back. I had a comment and then we went back. I had probably four to six comments back. But the last one, he goes to me, as fans, you are allowed to count or not count anything that you want.
1: That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
0: I quoted it and I said, "I'm sorry I bothered you."
1: Yeah, exactly. Talk to you later. But Tickle but out.
0: but but before he said that really stupid thing, he was saying other stupid things like it's it's severely less significant. This cup means nothing in comparison to other cups. And yeah, I was trying Which I don't buy that. I was trying with all my effort and I wasn't even being rude with this guy. I made it sound like I kind of was, but I wasn't. I wasn't really chirping him. I was just going at him. I said, "You're wrong." And I want to ask you a question to try and show you why you're wrong. What about the Devils in 95? What about the Blackhawks? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, he was kind of giving me this and that. But I was basically at the end of the day saying, I don't understand at all how you can say it's less significant when we're adding another round of play and adding more teams and guaranteeing that they are all fully healthy and rested. Except for Nick Bukestad, who had surgery and is out for the season. Terrible timing.
1: But see, that's what sports fans are going to do, though. Think about it; like they're always trying to find ways to discount the achievements of other teams, right? I mean, look at like take for example the Toronto Raptors winning the NBA championship last year. People were all ready to put asterisks beside that championship because Kevin Durant wasn't playing. Right. Just because Kevin Durant wasn't playing, oh, it wasn't the real Warriors, so they didn't really win the NBA championship. Yeah, they fucking did. And they won everything and did everything they had to do to do it. But sports fans always try and do this. You know who's going to put an asterisk beside this? Every sports fan who's not the team that won it.
0: Yeah, but I'm still seeing people that now people said that they wouldn't watch hockey anymore after the recent, the most recent lockout. Yeah, and that's I guarantee bullshit. a 96.8 percent of them are back.
1: Yeah, it's bullshit.
0: Okay. But what I'm getting at here is everyone is going to watch because it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah, absolutely Nobody's watch. No and, not going to watch. But what I'm saying here is that I've seen fans on social media that have said, if my team wins it, I will be happy, but I won't personally count it.
1: Yeah, that's bullshit. I guarantee you bullshit. Like, come on. Especially when you're... A fan, hockey fan, which is a lot of us, who have not experienced the Stanley Cup for your team. You're like, oh yeah, but it was that year. Guaranteed, you're never going to remember that. You're never going to remember it. We don't even remember the teams that won in the, in the shortened seasons. And nobody brings well, that I just, up.
0: I just brought them you know both what I mean? up.
1: But nobody, <laughs> nobody says... Well, who won the cup in, in 2012 during the lockout? Well, Chicago, Chicago won the But Shorty no one cup. said... Uh, when's the last time you heard someone say, Chicago's three cups? Oh, but that one cup actually wasn't really a cup. That's what I when's just said. When's the last time someone said that? And the Devils exactly. in 95. Nobody fucking says that. No one remembers. It's just like, in going back to the Raptors, no one's going to remember in fucking 10 years... That KD was out. That KD was out. No one's going to care because no one remembers who came second.
0: Also very true. I mean, not... A hundred percent true, because there's lots of statisticians out there. But, but like generally the speaking, the general public does speaking, not yeah.
1: remember who lost.
0: But I, I mean, I just i I needed this 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 channel, this medium, if you will, for me. This mountain to scream off of. If you are listening to this podcast and you think that this cup is less significant. You can probably check out some other podcast. Fuck,
1: if anything, it's more significant just because we're so I goddamn think... horny for it.
0: No, but not just that. Let me put that on a fucking pedal for you right now. Let's go. It is more significant because of the difficulty in which it will it will be to win this cup, this twenty twenty COVID cup. Is I don't under I can't fathom a history where this isn't the most difficult cup that was ever fought for and won by x. Right. How can you label you this talk as grind. any less significant?
1: You want to talk a grind. Like you, you should hear like some of the things and read into some of the shit, the protocols. If you read into the phase 2 protocol to see how upended and how different life's going to be as an NHL hockey player, I mean that right there in itself is going to make this cup harder to win.
0: And 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 the for the vast majority of like the the major rules and the the really crazy stuff that you can think about that will that will fade away that is temporary we're gonna at some point be a regular society maybe we'll have masks on all the time i don't know i'm just saying like it won't be as crazy as it is right now okay at some point it's going to be it's going to be back to normal i don't want to get on a big coronavirus tangent here i don't know much about it but i I do firmly believe that at some point we'll be back to a relatively normal world um but uh, you know when, when that time comes everyone will still be watching then too and it'll be no it'll be no different like you're saying a cup a cup champion then is no different than a cup champion now. And I just cannot get on board with this season being any less significant given given all the trials and tribulations that a team goes through during the course of a regular season, which let's point out the fact that it was nearly completed. Mm-hmm. It was nearly completed. What was it like eighty well, I mean, some eighty five? I wouldn't have been complete? this
1: comfortable with scrapping it if it wasn't so close to completion. Yeah.
0: And then you're not going to award anything for a season like that we just saw, but you're going to award a cup no problem when they yeah. play 48
1: games. Having come so far to it would make it especially sour not to see a conclusion.
0: Well, that's exactly where I was at when this first hit. Yeah, I, the I only thing I want, I want program. the cup. We need to award this cup. And I was getting backlash at that time. Cancel it. It's like not. There's it, it's,
1: still people saying that. Like, this, people uh, are getting pissed off that they're holding the draft in June. Like, you can't hold a draft. Sure, they can. The NFL did their draft all online. Yeah. Nobody has to gather for a fucking draft. So I don't know what people are so up in arms about. And the Cancel ratings were the draft. good. Cancel the season. Like, I don't know if this is, if, is that just the chaos crowd that wants to see the world burn. I don't know. <laughs> I
0: wish we had video podcasting because your little fucking thing there was good. Cancel the draft. Cancel season, he says, <laughs> fucking hands on his on his hips. Hey, how are you liking the comfy? Uh, how you liking the comfy setup? We're away from the table tonight. I'm sitting
1: on a couch.
0: I think you look okay. Do you like it or it's do you a, like the table?
1: It's all right. Like it's pretty comfy, but I gotta like sit up straight so that like my projection's good. Try holding. I, it. I've got the mic. Pick it stand. up. You want me to pick up the mic now? Yeah. See, pick it
0: up now. Get rid of that cushion and sit there like it was. <sighs> n- sit there like it was normal. Let's fucking give it a live. I guess test. I'm not even
1: looking at my notes anyway. So I don't that's what need I'm my saying. Hands.
0: And then when you need your notes, let's go. Or when you need to put it down because you're getting fucking fired up and you need your hands, put it down.
1: Yeah, but if I was holding the mic, you wouldn't have got that great animation. You. Just I know had. you're right. Well, you-
0: yeah, you're right. I guess. But anyway, do it. Do it. Do what you feel. I just thought it was. That's what I was doing. Don't worry. I. I- <laughs> I kind of feel like uh it's more of a nice little not an interview process like I'm not interviewing you but like I don't sometimes know sometimes it's like you we're are. just chilling.
1: Uh the I thought there was a really good point yesterday um on overdrive uh Hayes was talking about the future of broadcasting and the future of sport and and how this is a huge turning point to innovate and he brought up the idea that I've hammered away on this show and I've been talking about ever since HBO came out about uh, mic'd up hockey and obviously the biggest hurdle being getting players to sign on but you know they talked about the pay-per-view concept like to make sure that the people who wanted that were the people you wanted to see it because obviously it being a family program you can't just throw that on CBC at 7
0: right of course
1: but a man like is this not a good time for them to consider it especially in with they're not being crowd noise. If they said play playdowns available, here you go. You're going to be able to have mic'd up, uncensored hockey, and it's going to cost you X amount of dollars. I would write them a fucking check. In oh, a 100%. Heartbeat.
0: It would bounce, but you'd still write it.
1: Yeah, who writes checks? <laughs> I was wondering why you were going. With They'd that. probably be like, "You can't pay with this. <laughs> it wouldn't bounce. It wouldn't even get to that point." They'd be like, "You can't pay with a check, sir." Oh man, what is this? Yeah, this it has your home
0: 1973 your parents address on it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: nice. You know what? It, it is. It is a good point. Um, we are. You know, when when things like this happen, anything that you can describe as unprecedented, like the scenario that we're currently in, it. While it it is obviously adversity, you overcome adversity, and sometimes, a lot of the time, you learn from that or you get better. So, you know, uh, doctors and whatnot are throwing shade at government and stuff like that for for not being prepared. We had, you know, we knew oh, it's about inflamed
1: this. the culture war. Like, why yeah. is why is it a political issue in the United States?
0: Yeah, well, that's... that's
1: the most fucked up thing. And interestingly enough, uh, I read last night that the U.S. like Secretary of Homeland Security or something basically signed something that makes pro athletes essential workers. Oh,
0: yeah, I did hear that. I heard that on the radio coming home.
1: Like, man. Why not? Yeah, hey, all I can say is that what this whole scenario has taught us is that we can. we know what the billionaire – fucking class wants of us right now right What what they want the general population they're the ones advocating for everyone to go back to work two months ago right you know what i mean and don't want the shutdowns like the average person is hurting but who's got the ear of the government big business man
0: well i mean for something like that to be what like what's the term like legislated or whatever
1: well, they're not going to force... The thing is, private companies made a lot of these decisions on their own merit. So the emergency order controls one aspect of it, and you know, private companies control the other aspect of it. So it's not as if all the power is concentrated in one area.
0: But what about the thought... And this is literally just a thought. I'm not saying I believe this to be true or anything, but what about the thought that the players wanted? Like the athletes overwhelmingly are saying we want to play
1: i i think that's the toughest thing they they're probably dealing with right now and i know the pa is a big part of that committee and their work but But how many players though are like are apprehensive about it and how many of them probably not many how many of them well you know let's say if a player had a mindset like i have i i'd be like yeah fuck it whatever like let me know when i can play yeah, you know what I mean. Like I and but some people might have apprehension, apprehensiveness about it. Some guys with health risks, like asthma and whatever, um, that are at higher risk and might have. Yeah, immunity, but they're probably
0: two percent of the league.
1: I suppose that. So that's what what brings me to my next point is that how many players superstars. in certain situations, um, you know, might not have a voice in that they're going along with the group because there was a little bit of talk about this with the NBA in that. It was leaked out that the NBA had a, some kind of players' poll, like internally, where they decided that yeah, they're ready to play and don't cancel the season. But there were other players who had leaked privately that no, I didn't agree to any of this shit. But all the superstars in the NBA, yeah, Curry and a very superstar, Draymond Green, all came out and publicly said that they wanted to play. So what do you do in that scenario? Say so you have that vote, like, are you what are you gonna? And me guy who's backup point guard on the Raptors. If I say actually, I think uh, I got a point about something here. Maybe uh, and well, it was Steph Curry and LeBron are, are going to be like, yeah, sure, speak up because we value your opinion here.
0: Yeah, I mean, what you're saying is completely fair and correct. I'm not arguing with you, but I'm kind of playing devil's advocate. I mean, at some point though, it's well, majority rules. That's it is, the way it but it is your life though. If you don't want to play, you don't have to play.
1: No, exactly. But you are contractually obligated you and once the game is sanctioned and ready, you can't sit out. Now why not? You would just you forego your salary,
0: get suspended. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're not forced to play.
0: And and I'm and I'm sure, Lesko, that this would be somewhat similar to a uh Dennis Rodman. No, uh, no uh, consequences for skipping fucking practice and going to wrestle with Hulk Hogan or something, you know? <laughs> in like, the finals. <laughs> yeah, in the finals. It would be similar to that in the sense that there would be no repercussions. It would be, you know what? We're going to suspend you for, you know, one week without, without pay as a mutual agreement and you're not going to play. You, you don't feel comfortable playing, so you're not going to play. Yeah, I the, moment, the, guys that, the moment that... that you feel comfortable playing, we will, we will reinstate you.
1: Yeah, I hope that the guys who don't, you know, make the be- the decisions that, and I'm sure they will, the decisions that are in the best interest of them and their families, because, you know, at the end of the day, and I've said this the last couple times we've done shows, like this whole thing puts into perspective what really matters here at the end of the day. So you got to be honest with yourself in this sort of situation, but I got to believe that a lot of the guys want to get back to playing uh, and get – Back to some sort of routine. Um, I'm really interested to see, you know, who is maybe lacking in the conditioning side of things. Who's going to be rusty coming in? Um, I mean, these guys should have no excuse because they have access to pretty much everything outside of a sheet of ice. For some guys, in certain situations, yeah. But I mean, there's really no excuse, I would say, to come in, to, you know, come into this new mini camp or whatever you want to call it not ready to go.
0: Well, considering they've got about two months, the announcement was yesterday. We're coming back.
1: I think a lot of them have been logging a lot of hours on the old console. Hey,
0: that's great. Get to work. That's great. You had your fun. Coronavirus was a lot of fun for a lot of these guys. So don't kid yourself. Like this is a weird time and no one likes it. And, We got to get over it, stay strong together, we'll get through this, all this stuff. Do you know how many people out there are like, man, this has been awesome. I can get all my shit delivered, I can just drive to the store and they put a bag in my trunk and I fucking leave, it's already paid for. I don't don't have to talk to anybody, I don't have to look at anybody, I can get my shit done and I can come home and be comfortable.
1: Well, if you're you know, a rich ass pro athlete, I mean... That's your life. It's not like this has been too hard for you. That's what
0: I'm saying. You know what I mean? like you're so, you know,
1: are probably having a alright time. But they have agents, okay? And Well, they and, have people to do shit for them.
0: But no, what I'm getting at is the it's it's not inc- like oh,
1: I got to go to the grocery store today. Yeah. Like I got to <laughs> eat. So I'm going to go put my hand sanitizer on and my mask and get in there.
0: Yeah, no, no, but what I'm getting at here is like their agents need to make their money in the last month and stay on their guys to be like listen like i know you want to have have a good time and i've seen you on your social media you're you know you're doing really good things donating some money here whatever they might be doing but when it's time to get back to work they need to focus in and i think that you made a good point earlier we're going to see a difference in some of the guys that maybe didn't condition so well but here's my problem with it if i see a couple players that really really look like they didn't do fuck all then that means that they didn't do fuck all until it was right around the corner. Yeah, they were notified last night.
1: Last night they went, "Oh shit, I haven't done anything in two months." This
0: morning the consoles should have been fucking unplugged. unplugged yeah, and you're out on the yard doing your fucking hot yoga, and what you your know what sprints I mean? And yeah, yeah, working on the working that. on the bike, throwing on the the uh, the rollerblades if that's what you're doing, or. Or whatever, dude. Just get your body ready for what's about to happen. Because what's about to happen is a pretty goddamn epic tournament to win the cup.
1: In August. Yeah. August.
0: Yeah, man. That's gonna be weird. Oh oh you know what I wanted to ask you about? Um the reseeding. That's gonna be tough they have to recede.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, but they're it's not the only way to make it fair. To it. They didn't commit to it though. I and I, I have no idea why. Like it just I don't know seems like a either. no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer, you have to. You have you to You have recede. to reward the standings.
0: You know why they don't want to? Because everyone, not everyone, but they're getting a lot of they're getting a lot of backlash on the 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 new format, which has existed for several years. Right? Because this new format we, we hate it. As Leaf fans, I hate it. But I don't hate it because of the Leafs. I would hate it if the Leafs were beneficiaries of it. Right. I would still so hate it. So
1: they, are, are they basing the seeding on the current seeding going into a playoff situation? Like taking that seed that you have, currently have and putting in that into the 16-team setup?
0: Well, no, because the, ori- the top four teams have to play their play into seed. Right? So once that happens, then everyone is set after the uh, first eight teams are eliminated, right? So eight teams get eliminated. We move on to 16 teams. The top four have decided what positions they are and now we're and now we're set. But what they're saying is if they set up a bracket, then you could make a you, you could have a situation where a team is playing, a higher team and then an even, and then like a, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm messing it up right now, but it's, it's crazy. Like there could be scenarios where a team has two ridiculously tough matchups that they didn't necessarily deserve. And another team might have an easier path. Right. Right. Yeah. Like a team that didn't even you can't deserve, just do a bracket yeah, because yeah, that's what I'm Yeah. Like a team that didn't even make the playoffs officially won their play and then they get to play the like eighth seeded team. Because they because they, they knocked off a yeah, top seed, yeah, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like you have to reseed, and and the reason why I feel the NHL doesn't want to do it is because they are hard nosed about changing their own playoff format, which they've said multiple times. We're not changing it. Blah 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 blah. But everyone's like, you have to change it. It's garbage. You finish fifth in the NHL and you play the third the third best team. That's nice. Like you know that doesn't make any sense at all because of the division thing but they want they want better rivalries or something.
1: I don't know. Like you really can't focus on fucking rivalries and whatever you're perfect. They I happen know, shit naturally, is. man. Like exactly. They you, do. you're just going to have to let this roll and, and and make it as fair as possible. Like at this point in time, especially with including these loser teams, yeah, my focus and and the NHL's focus really should be preserving the integrity of the playoffs and ensuring that at the end of the day, it feels like a, a hard one cup, and not see some team, because like that's the unfortunate thing. It's like oh well, the what are the odds of that happening? Like Montreal, went, you know, going deep and get end up with an easy path because of some stupid format.
0: Yeah, I mean, it comes back to what I just said earlier. Like it's gonna be a hard cup to win. That's it. Even even if one of those teams makes it through, and they don't reseed, and they get a slightly easier matchup like it's still the playoffs let's go right like it, you're still talking about a, a series it's it's extremely different people are going to be like oh this is just a preseason we're going to get preseason form no we are not like these guys are going to be ready I hope to go. So. and i'm
1: hoping the health the cup factor, is on the line bro yeah i know you said it a couple times i'm really hoping the health factor is is big in this. And especially in the Maple Leaf situation, getting Ilya Mikheyev back. I'm not sure what the status of Andreas Johnson is. Um, Most interestingly, actually, they said that today uh, Nick Robertson was going to be on their roster. Um, No guarantee he actually sees any action, but an interesting story nonetheless and probably a a well-deserved and uh, interesting opportunity for him.
0: Well, I think the opportunity at its very least is to spend time actually working with the team being with the team being spoken to by Sheldon Keith,
1: practicing with the
0: team practicing everything. with the team like you're in the NHL working out with the yeah. team like you're in the NHL but there's no pressure kid listen you are not
1: you're here to learn playing you're here to learn you might get in you never know if some shit hits the fan that's that's my impression of it like if if they're hurting so badly that they got to put them in but uh, it, it definitely makes sense from a development standpoint to have him there for this, especially oh. if you see him competing for a job next season or to see, you know, how likely that is. Get a better picture of how he fits in the room.
0: Elliot was also alluding to the notion of two exhibition games. As a How pe-
1: do we feel about that? I, I think I say I'm going to say no.
0: I would probably have to agree. I don't know why. Though. It just
1: doesn't seem necessary to me. You can have a fucking blue and white game with your roster and your fucking AHL or whatever you know. Especially because they're having expanded rosters. Yeah, because how you hard... Could you can have a goddamn scrimmage? Yeah, you're right. Okay, like that's as intense as a fucking exhibition game. Because we know how how preseason games, exhibition games, whatever you want to call them, how lame those are. Think about how lame it's going to be with two teams that are trying to baby themselves while they go into a playoff series the following week. Yeah, don't get hurt. Yeah, like, come on. Especially with the potential high-risk fucking environment we're talking about here. I mean, what is the point in having pointless pointless games? Unless, unless you know, it's worth it for them financially.
0: Here's where I have a slight issue. With, you know, getting back and here we go, the fucking games should start tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. I'm all excited, right? Um, Goalies. I'm definitely nervous for goalies. Uh, You know, being one recreationally, there's nothing that I would be able to do to get prepared. Right for NHL and Freddie Speed. Anderson's been
1: living with Austin down there, so I hope they've been working out and not just having a good old time there.
0: Oh, I'm sure they're downstairs. Like they both want to work, right? So they probably both want to sit there and be like, 10 glove shots. I'm. I want to see how many I can snipe by you from from seven feet. You know, and just play little games like that. Just keep your reaction going. But no matter no matter how much you do solo practice or even with a buddy or two, let's go. You you can't you can't simulate like the puck being down and shots bouncing around. No, of course not. Guys blocking it and you know what I mean. So I I'm a little nervous for for the Tendies as far as injuries are concerned. You know, like I'd hate to see a goalie get injured and there's there's the playoffs right away because of an injury or something like that. So I don't know. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to watch, man. I'm looking forward to it big time.
1: So what have you been getting into lately? What what has been your watching listening
0: well i watched the last dance
1: yeah which i have not so it's unfortunate so we'll have to talk about that (laughs) on another episode
0: the only thing in the world that i watched was the last dance because otherwise i've been working on this fucking property
1: and that that show takes up a bit of your time right
0: it does i want to watch i want to watch one episode in its entirety which which i have been doing i would watch one episode in its entirety uh, every other night, sometimes back-to-back nights. Late, like before bed.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It actually, it's good. It brought back a memory. And really? I'm, I'm wondering if this rings a bell with you. But when we were kids, we went to the IMAX theater in Ottawa and watched a Michael Jordan documentary together. And this is when IMAX theaters weren't like fucking everywhere. This is like they only had the one in the museum or whatever it was. And we went and watched a fucking documentary and it was outstanding.
0: How am I not remembering? And this
1: was, because it was like 1999 or 1998 maybe. Yeah, Like we were kids and we were in Ottawa for like hockey or something. I have no idea why we were there for your birthday. I don't know. And we, yeah, we went to a movie there and and watched this Jordan documentary. It was fucking incredible. And I already had a pretty good heart on for Jordan after Space Jam and all that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me we went to see Space Jam and I was going to be like, okay, no, I got a board Jordan that. documentary. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck, my brain's killing me. Too bad. I don't remember. I that. wonder
1: what it was called. Like, I, I I tried looking it up, but I couldn't really find information on it. Couldn't so. find it. Eh? Well, I couldn't pinpoint what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I had a joggy memory with that. No, but I would. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gotta get into it.
0: But. Yeah, I, I really like it. It's it's really well done. Um I will tell you one thing and it does not ruin the documentary for you at all. Not that you don't already know because it already happened, but I, I you know, I was talking about it with my buddy and he's like, Well, I'll just tell you one thing he says, and I'm like, Well, I don't want you to tell me anything. Like he's like, Yeah, but it already happened. Everybody knows what the ending is. And I was like, Yeah, but I kinda don't. Like I am not a basketball guy. Like, I know that they won three-peat twice, okay? So I understood that, okay, they're going to win in the end. But, like, I enjoyed just not really remembering anything about that because I was fucking, like, 10 years old. Well, I was four and five years old, and then I was 10 years old, right? By the time they won their two different championship runs. But the one thing that I didn't care for was the amount of back and forth. They went from... 1993 to 1987. Then they'd zip ahead to 1993. All again right. And like it wasn't, then they'd zip back. It
1: wasn't chronological enough or it
0: was chronological. Like they continued moving forward at the same pace, but they constantly went, they constantly went veteran, Michael, rookie, Michael, veteran, Michael, right. Rookie, Michael, like they kept on going back and forth, which I really w- thought was cool at, at the beginning. And then later on, I realized it wasn't so cool because if, if you weren't paying it, if you weren't looking directly at the screen to see that they switched years or something, right. you, you're like, what the fuck? I confuse you. Right? <laughs> Where's Rodman? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. He's not even on the team. So and I'm actually yeah. looking
1: forward to the, the Rodman content because he's an interesting character. What a character. Yeah, for sure. Um, even to this day, a couple things that I've been into lately, uh, actually so i listened to tom green on spitting chicklets uh pretty interesting guy uh if, if you're our age for sure you yes. want to grown up and see him on daddy on would you c- like some sausage? chro oh fucking locally here you know um but anyway so he was on chicklets very interesting interview sent me down a bit of a wormhole actually i checked out him on uh joe rogan after that and a couple other shows he was interviewed on and uh Mike Johnson on the leaf report was really good. I think that was released just this past week, uh, really dives into his career and learned a lot about a guy I didn't know. And actually a little tidbit, I did not remember that he was traded for Darcy Tucker back in 2000, I guess it was.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't have, you really talked about either. being
1: blindsided by that trade and all that. And a trade that the Leafs actually won, you could argue. Yeah. perhaps. I mean, they got a lot of mileage out of Darcy Tucker's. So.
0: Yeah, they did.
1: Uh, another one, uh, that I read was, and I recommend for sure if you're an Athletic s- a subscriber, of course, um, Jeff Finger story. Finger. Da- yeah. So if you recall, Jeff Finger was the guy who we weren't sure if they meant to sign him or not back in, what, 2008 or Jeff Finger
0: is only known for going to the wrong side of the net. That's it. Because I, of I that, he's known for that contract. Because of that one time in overtime that he clearly went to the wrong side of the net like a total moron, <laughs> and they buried it.
1: Yeah. Good story, though. Like Anyway, so get into it. Talks about the contract. He, he actually tracked him down for an interview. Talked about what happened in his career. Apparently he had a lot of serious in, injuries, uh, issues with concussions towards the end there. Um, so it was kind of cool to hear about a guy that I knew literally nothing about other than who the fuck was this guy when we signed him and thank God he's gone when we buried him. Right. You get to see the human behind the story and it's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. And most of the times those are right. Like it's, it's, I guess we were kind of going earlier about, you know, certain media having access to players or former players or musicians or actors to keep content alive that's a great opportunity for articles like that, right? Like to to shed some light on some lesser-known stories or, or just find some diamonds in the rough, you know, that have a good story to tell.
1: Yeah, and especially as Leaf fans, everyone knows Jeff Finger. Everyone's heard of Jeff Finger. But, I mean, how much do you know about the actual guy? So if you want to find out, Jonas Siegel read a great piece, check it. Um, the other thing from my reading recommendations is uh, the Akeem Aliu. Players Tribune article. If you haven't read uh, read what he has wrote there yet, fantastic read. Um, gives you an insight into kind of what his experience has been like, and kind of what he's advocating for as far as you know, change not just in hockey but in in our society and culture altogether.
0: Good reading list from Mister Adam Lesko. You know what I'm reading lately? What I'm listening i'm not reading i guess i have to call it listening i've been listening to the harry potter series Oh my god! kirstie finally it's actually kirstie that's listening to it at bedtime so i mean i like the harry potter series i i read them all uh eagerly and um uh, now i get to listen to them and they're it's kind of interesting to hear them uh to hear them read it out loud it's like some of them some of the chapters are read by actual actors uh from the movie and stuff so it's kind of cool but it's uh i don't know it's fun it's a. Uh, it's i don't i don't have a list of things that i've been watching or reading or anything because any spare time that i have whatsoever has been spent working on the yard or that fucking outdoor area which has been pretty sweet but a little bit too hot lately Lately to use it. So listen, I pulled up the um I pulled up the matchups. So and I got a pen out. What for? And you're back from fucking bathroom break here.
1: Yeah. To be honest, so, the Harry Potter thing, like I can't Dude, Harry Potter is incredible. Yeah, I hear I hear that it's and incredible. I think you've been telling me that for twenty years. It's or incredible. So, and I still haven't read it. But here's the problem. So you're listening to the audiobooks? Yeah,
0: Kirsty listens to them as she falls asleep.
1: Oh, so naturally,
0: yeah. like when I come in when See, i come, the first
1: book put me to sleep, when so I come that's in, she's I left with that. that's too bad i know when
0: when when I come in, she's asleep already, and I'm not going to turn it off, so I end up falling asleep to the next chapter or whatever. It does bring me back to when i read them. i probably- I've probably read them three times over.
1: that's wild. I'm not a big fiction guy though, like I'm more of a non fiction reader of sorts, yeah, that's fair
0: um i just i remember <laughs> I remember. Uh, so it was 1999. It says inside the cover of the book, "Merry Christmas, Josh 1999," and I was like visibly and verbally angry with my mother for buying it for me. Why? Because it was like a kids' book. I was like, "What do you? What do you? Like, I'm too old for this." Yeah, shit. I'm too old.
1: Oh wait, so she got you a book without. You know, like yeah, for Christmas. Like you never. I was twelve. Heard of, you never said I want to read this. No, I was
0: twelve, right when it first came and out. She got you the
1: book, and she got like, me like. And I believe my
0: this? hard. I believe my hardcover copy is worth some money because it's the first. It's oh, the like first, first edition, edition. Yeah. yeah. So um I put it in my closet, and I was like, "I'm never reading this ever," and I don't even remember why, but I think it was like maybe a good three years later enough enough people told you it was good it was four years later dude and the fourth one had just come out the fucking goblet of fire where they have their huge international olympics basically for wizards fucking unreal unreal book it's this thick bro and it was like on the shelf and it was flying off the shelf and i was like all right i'm gonna read this i'm gonna read this fucking thing so i read the first one Bought the second one, bought the third, and the fourth immediately, and then by the time I was finished getting through them, the fifth was out, and then I was like, on. It was on. Like it was just, I was, I was totally hooked. Yeah. But I, I like reading books before movies, though. Kirsty's already seen the movies. Oh, so and now so she's,
1: it, she's catching up on books.
0: But it takes away from your imagination, is A what I'm bit, saying. Yeah. Like you know, I I remember being slightly disappointed by the movies, but not because they weren't good movies, just because it wasn't oh, I didn't think that they looked like that. Right. That's not how you imagine it. But then you get over that it. That happens every, with you, every Yeah, uh, you, you adaptation. get over it. Yeah, you get over it. But anyways, um, yeah, that was my response to your reading. You said, like, reading.
1: Yeah, I was list. talking about, like, <laughs> hockey-related content. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so in uh, case you want, you can check out those articles in The Athletic um, uh, if you got a subscription, or you can check out Akeem. I'll use Players Tribune letter, or you can check out Harry Potter if you haven't yet.
0: Yeah, because you don't have to pay for the athletic. You can just listen to Harry Potter chapters for free
1: for free online. Okay, yeah, for free online. Okay, really, I still won't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, um, I got matchups. And what I want to do is... What else do you want to get to? We should probably oh, wrap it up.
1: One other thing uh, in my must-watch category. Uh, Sheldon Keith did a interview with... Oh, dude. Man, I'm glad you talked about this. I almost this. forgot. Holy I'm shit. I'm glad you talked about this. So Sheldon Keith did a interview with the uh, with Jamie Bramwiger uh, as part of the Algonquin College's Speaker Series. Um, I guess it's unfortunate because normally the people come here uh, for that. Yes. But also pretty cool because I can't recall... And you maybe you can add to this, but I don't think anyone's had a one-on-one exclusive, like hour-long sit-down with Keith so far because he got plugged in mid-season, and it's been a whirlwind from there. So there's no time to do that kind of media.
0: That's very true. I didn't even consider that.
1: So big, big get for Jamie Branderger down at the college. Very impressive stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, Jamie does the uh, play-by-play for Kojiko TV. Correct. Uh, for it's usually about one Sunday a month. And then whenever he goes off and sees his uh, New England Patriots, I get the honor of calling the game for Kojiko.
1: There you go. And also author of a great uh, book there, Go Kings Go, History of the Pembroke Lumber Kings. And uh, just a big involvement with the team. But uh, fantastic interview. Like um, if Sheldon Keefe is one thing, it's not boring or dull. And it's how talk about how refreshing in contrast to to Mr. Bobcock with – Babcock speaks in his isms, right? Yes. In, in all the same phrases, all the same shit, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, Keith has this, like, well-thought-out, philosophical way, almost, of answering his questions, and and this interview really provided some insight into his coaching philosophy, I found. Like, he, he really got deep into what drove him to be a coach. Like, he talked about going back to... When he first bought the team, the Lumber Kings, back in the early 2000s, he said it was. I found out quickly that I, I really wanted to help these guys get to the next level or get to college or whatever they wanted to do. And he said that's when I kind of realized I had maybe a a bit of a passion for helping players, and you know, might kind of you know give you an you know, idea as to why he's considered to be such a good players' coach.
0: Well, I remember thinking as the interview was being conducted. Specifically, that moment that you mentioned when he spoke about what you just said, coaching players, realizing that he had something to help them develop and get to their level. Is it ever interesting how that will happen throughout an NHL player's life, right? So they grow up, they want to be in the NHL. They are in the NHL. Maybe they're very successful. Maybe they're average. Maybe they're not successful at all, Lesko. But somewhere along the way, they get the nudge or the feeling or, you know, the, the affirmation that they can coach. They can be a leader. They can they can motivate. They can do certain things, right? Yeah, and he like,
1: also mentioned, he's like, I never even considered it. Yeah, that's Never thought I, that's about, 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 about it. Gonna, and and yeah, obviously, cool. you know, being a younger guy, uh, retiring early, he obviously, and he talks about this as well, saying like, I expect my career to be a lot longer than it was. Yes. And most guys do. He's like, I thought... You know, I'll buy a team. It'll be something nice to do later. You know, and then all of a sudden it became immediate when the opportunity presented itself, and w- when he suffered that injury. What he was also, your
0: What was your favorite question of the interview?
1: I can't really recall. I thought I thought asking about the uh, the hardest working player. You ever yeah, know, the hardest was working player was nice because he actually named someone and and. And he, they even kind of, I think, well, he gave him time. But he's like, he's like, I gave you a heads up on this question, the only one, the only one, just so that you had some time to decide a if you want to answer and b if you want to, you know, actually name someone. And he said Rich Clune, which I thought was pretty interesting. And Rich Clune obviously has a pretty good reputation around the Marlies, the Maple Leafs, as being yeah. a good leader and a great guy to have around. And and a lot of people might have read about, you know. He's very been open about his battle with addiction and mental health, and uh, you know there's a, a, a documentary as well that uh, I saw the trailer for, and you can go look it up right now, um, called "Hello, My Name Is Dicky," which is a documentary film done about Rich Clune and his journey.
0: Awesome. Jeez, you're just full of recommendations today. You've been you haven't been up been, to a whole lot. I've been lot banking yet. on these, man. Yeah. <laughs> right? I've been I've been
1: banking these for, for the listeners. So, so
0: did you uh did you like the question uh from Josh from Pembroke about winning the uh I figured that was you Stanley Cup yeah. and bringing it to Pembroke. I
1: should have texted you, I figured that was you.
0: So let me tell you the funniest part about that. So I registered for the seminar, whatever the fuck it was. Jamie texted me and he's like Hey man, uh you know, you should sign up for this. And I'm like, Yeah, thanks a lot. I will. So I sign up immediately. I get my fucking email, whatever. So it's about to go down. Jamie messages me and he's like, Hey, uh, like, are you getting into the seminar or whatever? And I'm like, man, like, I can't I can't get in. I'm trying everything. I can't get in. He's texting me. I finally get in from a link from someone else, and I realize that I've been texting Jamie, like, while He's doing the interview. Oh, Sheldon. God. But I didn't. He, he He's the one that texted me. Right. So I, I didn't feel so bad. So it's not
1: really your fault. And
0: I couldn't get in. I thought maybe there was a problem. So he's trying to
1: help you out and it while it's delayed, going it
0: was delayed or something. Right? While
1: the interview keeps going on. What a pro. Eh? Yeah. Wow. Right. So anyway,
0: in my registration form online that I fucking typed up. It said, if you had one question for Sheldon Keefe, what would it be? And I typed up, you know, mostly jokingly. I said, if you win the cup, will you bring it to Pembroke? Or I said, when? I said, when? When you said when? I said, when you guys win the cup, will you bring it to Pembroke? And um, Jamie, I finally got in and I texted Jamie and I said, I gave him the old, uh, you know, AOK symbol with the emoji there. And I was like, I'm in. Thanks. Thanks for your help. Even though he didn't really help me. Um, And then I followed up with another message. I said, ask him my question. And Jamie responded and said no. <laughs> that's all he said was no. Because if you remember, Lesko, all the questions that he asked Keith, they were they were on the bottom of the screen. They were on the bottom of the screen and it said, it said, like Josh from Pembroke asked. Right, this. right. Mine did not say that. Right. And Jamie texted me and said no. that's all he said was no. And I laughed. I, I laughed. I said lol. I said, I said, uh, come on, Jamie. There's going to be a ton of Leaf fans listening, and it's a funny question. <laughs> and you know it, I said. And, like, literally, not even two minutes later, he goes, Oh, well, I wasn't going to ask this question, but uh, here we go, Sheldon. Josh from Pembroke says, When you guys win the cup, will you bring Jeff Faber? And it was such a great moment in the interview. I felt
1: proud that I It was like the last one that he asked him, right? No,
0: there was no, there was a few more after actually. I because I ended up having to tune out. I had ended up having to tune out, so I don't remember how long it went. It might have been towards the end, but anyway, the point is, is I remember Keith like he was sitting in the chair, and when he hit him with that question, I remember him being like, I remember being like, "Wow, you know," (laughs) he was moving like not that it made him uncomfortable. It was just like it was, it was like a comic uh i'm gonna like a comedic relief kind of thing, right like. i'm
1: gonna go on because he did like smirk of it when when he asked him and i'm gonna go on a limb of it but like he looked like he got like excited as if he had thought about that before. I know.
0: That's what I was saying. I'll leave it at that. I rewound. So, I rewound so Leaf fan or not,
1: local guy or not, uh, check good. this. Check this interview out. Just because, as a coach, as a human being, I think Sheldon Q's a very interesting person. He's been through a lot. He gives unbelievable answers. Like very well thought out. Um, you know, we're not talking sound bites here. We're talking like like interesting answers. Okay, so. Uh, definitely check it out. Talks about his inspirations and, and everything that um, everything that he's been doing kind of to make himself better as a coach. And I thought one of the most interesting tidbits, in his last one I'll spoil um, in case you have not gotten to it yet, but he, he talks about his influences where he talks about uh, uh, Tortorella being an influence, uh, Steve Kerr, Pete Carroll. And he also actually had the opportunity to spend two days behind the scenes with Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks. So just following them around, seeing how they did things, seeing how they operated. So, um, championship I, 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 pedigree. Well, I like these guys, and apparently Dubas is really into this as well. And that's looking around at other sports, at other organizations, and seeing what their models for success are. Because you're not going to find all the answers just in hockey. I think from a organizational operational standpoint. No,
0: absolutely not. It, it you know it uh, it really. It makes me feel good at the end of the day, Lesko, that I am fully confident with the management right from ownership down to, you know, trainers and whatnot, like team doctors. It's nice to have that confidence in your organization
1: because, you know, we could go just down the highway if we wanted to find an organization where there might not be a lot of confidence. And uh, if we wanted to go there, actually... There is a bit of news that did come out, other than the sweetest draft odds in the history of the NHL. They did hire a CEO or president. Uh, sorry, oh, I sorry, I saw of that business operations, and that's Anthony LeBlanc. Who's that now? I don't know. I never looked him up. How, I don't how know long, shit about him. How long? How long, long till we know everything about him? And how long till he resigns? Yeah, I don't know. I give him a year. I'll give him six months. Six months? Okay.
0: <laughs> you know what makes me laugh at that?
1: I don't mean to be
0: mean. And even the last makes me laugh guy. At that, even is though... that. I say it in a joking manner, but then I quickly realize that it could very it's well very be realistic. true. It's
1: very realistic. Like if I were to place a bet, I would say this guy I didn't last a year. I would throw a hundo on it right now i don't know if I even the last guy i joked like jokingly we said oh yeah how long is this guy gonna stick around and he, oh unless he signed up to be his bitch like i figured yeah. i figure you have to get you have to basically say like yeah i'm your bitch to get the job there Weird. but it sounded like the last guy lost the job because he wasn't his bitch
0: yes yes okay. we yeah that was painfully obvious given all the weird press releases from, from both sides. Yeah, I guess like They're that like, story kind of died
1: too. Like we talked a lot about it, I believe in our last program or one of our last ones that we did here, I think when it was news program. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell happened there, but uh, interestingly enough, did Ottawa, you? Um, I mean, man, what, how excited are you? If you're an Ottawa centers fan, like uh, I know we got some listeners who are big Sens fans, we talked about light at the end of the tunnel this season, and it it got a whole hell of a lot brighter with the announcement that the NHL made. I mean, fuck if they can get Lafreniere, and your future is Lafreniere and Kachak, Oh, look out! And man, and and you know what? I I, I it's interesting that I, that this was about to come out of my mouth, and I had to stop myself. But that could bring the rivalry back if they oh. if they hit it out of the park with these two picks, and they end up on a Toronto like trajectory of. Holy shit! They got real lucky in the draft and drafted really high. Really, in a few years. I mean, if you think about it, it was like three drafts that changed the face of the Maple Leafs. Yes. Right. So that's all it all it takes, and a little bit of luck,
0: and good management.
1: Yeah, it takes that too. That well, that's what it takes to get you to the next level, right? So you and can- retain those players, as we've seen, has been a bit of an issue in the national capital region
0: subcategory management right right like right. you need adequate management so yes you can be over the moon excited for the way the future looks but unfortunately it doesn't matter how many times got to be in the right hand it doesn't matter how many times you flip the yeah. page okay the hard and the back are eugene you're all you're flipping his pages here it doesn't matter you can't get away from the fact that he's the future right which could be a problem.
1: Oh, it but has been. So why? Why would it what? What reason do you what have reason? to believe that it's not going to be a problem? Because we we Unless, see the same shit, like same patterns. Nothing's changing, right? I
0: hate to bring it up again. Like as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I've seen that all the time. All we do is talk about that. But like, it's just because when there's news, like it, it must be, it must be difficult to be like, okay, is this good news or is it not? I don't even know, right? Whereas when we were going through our shit, where we got away from the teachers union and the pension whatever the fuck it was like we moved to a a, a direction that at least had a vision of trying to succeed
1: well it was and- putting Shannon in charge changed everything right everything because the ownership said here's our guy let him go i mean yeah he's got to report to them but like that was the biggest issue with the maple leafs forever was that it was ownership problems and ownership meddling or perceived as such now, there's one more thing I did want to get your take on, and we kind of uh, skimmed over it briefly when we talked about the formatting. But all the NHL teams had to vote, and two teams voted down the format.
0: Yeah, who are they, Carolina? and Tampa Bay. Tampa. What's
1: your take on that?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't really have one. I, I, I don't I, – I'd have to look – further well who are they playing let me see what do you think of
1: them voting against it though like just in general because they got a lot of slag online a lot of people were going at them and, you know just saying like oh you know not happy with this or okay let me let me give you my to take you, but- you
0: asked me my take let me give you my take i think that if this vote required an a unanimous vote they would have voted yes like i i think if the only way that this was passing is with a unanimous vote then they would have voted yes but they would have, have... they would have grudgingly voted yes and probably slipped some bones to the media about how you know we're not too happy about this
1: but we're going to do it
0: right but since it was a majority vote Then they felt okay.
1: Well, and they probably feel each other out too, knowing if their votes are going to actually make a difference or not. I feel 100%. I feel
0: 100% that they would have. But I
1: backed them on it because they have a fair point. Tampa and Carolina both ended up in shittier situations than they would have been.
0: Well, they have to play a hot Rangers squad. Yeah. I mean, just and like I said
1: about the odds, Carolina's odds went from 80% to 50% of making the playoffs. If you believe that the play-in is not the playoffs, which I am of the latter like it's the playoffs to me
0: No it's not It is Why though It's regular it's, regu- part of it's it. regular season rules
1: It's regular season rules but it's a playoff It's, it's a, playoff a playoff format It's a play in It's it, well, it's fucking pre-playoffs then What do you want to call it Like it's it's not regular season for sure because it's a series And it's teams have been eliminated Okay but- so it's playoffs I I understand why they're trying to distinguish it but I just I'm just going to call it the playoffs like I'm not gonna watch I'm not gonna go sit down and watch uh Columbus Toronto and be like, Well, oh, it's just a regular season game. You know what I mean? It's the playoffs. Yeah, this a- is this is the playoffs. No, it's no but it's a pre playoff yeah, but it's a play in. Yeah, but it's a series. Fine. You know but- what I mean? Like it's it's, it's more resembles the playoffs yes. than than the regular season. So I'm not gonna have a regular season mentality about near nor should the players, right? But
0: accept the rules though. The rules are regular season rules.
1: Correct, which is kind of fucky.
0: It's a huge factor. I find
1: that really weird.
0: Like, I wish that they would just and con- that's
1: that distinction they're trying to create.
0: I wish that they would just continue the stats and say it we're a fair game. These well, if, if are that's the game. case,
1: if that's the case, then maybe they should do it that way.
0: That'd be sweet,
1: you know. And like, then call it the regular the stats. season. But then there's like, well, these guys didn't play. These guys didn't play. Or these
0: guys played a five game series. But who cares? These guys swept. It's
1: not as if like you take guys out of the stats because they only played fifty games due to injuries. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: You know what I did want to bring up too when you're talking about the series. I wonder if this might lead the NHL down a road where it's similar to the MLB, where there's series of games against a team and then you leave.
1: Oh like uh in terms of regular season scheduling
0: yeah like you you play you play Thursday it might be good you, for you, you a rivalry play, you play Thursday Friday, Sunday in
1: another city like I know the game's not what it used to be then you leave, but I'm willing to bet that having play teams a few times in a row would start to stoke rivalries a little more
0: it would I agree, and number two it would be very. Smart to do in a world where we're trying to create a little separation and avoid like germs and stuff. Like might make the scheduling a little. If you're just going there, they're going there for four days. Yeah. Then they leave there and they come back home quickly for five days. Then they go out on the road for Mm -hmm. three more days. Right down the road, it's in Buffalo, so who cares? It's right there. You know, like whatever. When you go out west, you go out west for a, a trip. Let's go, but you're basically playing. LA twice, Friday, Sunday, then you go play San Jose, Tuesday, Thursday, then you're Friday, Sunday again, or Saturday, Monday or something, you know, like, I feel like maybe this might give them an idea of what a season could maybe look like if we just had uh, a couple of series going on. I like that idea personally. I've always been an advocate of... Let's have little mini series.
1: Yeah, I I, I do like that a little better, especially when they're playing like I know they've gotten away from this. Like, for example, Toronto played Ottawa or was supposed to play Ottawa like four times in March or something like that. But if you're going to do it that way, why not just go to that baseball like format where you're playing three times in a week? It would be get your get your games out.
0: Because you're like, oh, man, the Oilers are in town.
1: Yeah, little mini-series, you know? If you can't go to the game tonight, you can go to the game on Saturday. Right. Because they're in town. And it just amps it up more. It's like, okay, the Leafs and Oilers just played last night. Connor McDavid scored the sick goal. And they're going at it again tomorrow night. They oh, go- shit, I did miss that game. I'm going to watch the next I one. I can't wait to watch this Because that game like- looked sick. There was a fight. It's like, oh, they're going to play again in a month. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that one. See you later. Like as far as like building the hype, it, and, it almost builds it for you.
0: And come playoff time, you're able to have those discussions about how the Bruins absolutely dominated the Leafs or something, you know, in that earlier season series or or when you play your in within your division, there should be two times in the in the season. Right. One early and one late where yeah. you have three games in a row. Yeah. Against that One team. day in between. So then you scrap the stupid format that they have and you go back to one versus eight. Right. But one versus eight is decided by a whole year of little series against right. your team
1: i wonder if they play with the point structure and such a if you're going to revamp the schedule like that as well i don't know if, I, I don't know if the nhl has an actual appetite to get rid of the loser point i don't know if that's more of a fan media driven thing but i'm calling into NHL i mean right radio now everything's got to be on the table right now and i talked about it, especially for the networks in terms of what they're going to do for broadcasting you, you're going to have to change the viewer and fan experience, because, and especially because the fan experience is not going to be in the building for quite some time. Um, and you also relied on the fan's experience and conveying the fan's experience to the viewer at home. Yes. And that is, it's going to be completely different not being able to do that. Now, I did hear a clip of... Uh, a soccer game where they had done the simulated audience on the broadcast. I, I didn't that hear it, Overdrive. but I heard about it, yeah. and oh, it did was, it, How did it sound? It sounded really good. It sounded right. legit. It's just that they had that faint chanting going on, like yeah. what would be happening in the upper racks at the soccer stadium. Yes, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, the... I don't know if it wasn't long enough to tell, but I was wondering if they had fluctuations like, oh, there's a chance and they would roar it they up did. a little bit.
0: I heard them talking about it
1: on the radio today. Okay. They did. They had like,
0: ooh, and ah. Yeah, see, yeah. like
1: that would be, that. I don't know if that's, is that necessary for the guys in the building or at home? Like, Were they doing it in the at stadium home. as well? No, I don't think so. I wonder if the players would want that. Uh, or it would from, be too inauthentic? Not from what I was understanding. It was for broadcast purposes. Okay, okay. Just uh, to help. Because they think about from a uh, a viewer at home perspective, oftentimes you're you might be not fully in, or you're having a chat, or you're you got people over, so you're not fully watching the game. Crowd brings but you all, in, but all crowd brings you in. Yeah. Oh shit, the breakaway! Like you heard it before you saw it. Or so good, I wonder if they need that for an, an engagement aspect, or a good
0: announcer brings you in.
1: Well, and think about how many times you've you've watched a highlight or or uh, you you. Gravitate to a certain highlight because you're like, man, the crowd popped right there. Yeah. Like when Kawhi dunked on yes. Giannis. Or yes. when Matthew scored that goal uh against the Capitals. Off the glass. Yeah. Like that those the pops in the building like that are are part of what make those moments great.
0: Well, further to that point, and as a as a as an amateur level broadcaster, let me tell you this. I am very, very eager to see what the play-by-play broadcasters are going to be able to bring me without a crowd because that is something that you cannot prepare for, you cannot anticipate, you can't really even imagine it unless you're unless you're Gord Miller and you're throwing back to 1973 when you were, you know, 16 and you were doing some voluntary work for your local <laughs> something and there was no one in the stands and you were just doing the game
1: well you don't got, it's but you've been not, doing
0: it for so sorry you've been doing it for so many years Lesko, go with the crowd you've you've evolved into this broadcaster that allows the crowd to take you with them when you right. yell shot scars you know and instead of and saying and you're quiet yeah, yeah
1: so they got to fill that gap they gotta fill and it. also you think about how often be tough man commentators Comment on the crowd. They're like, "Oh, and they took the crowd out of this one. Yes. Oh, and the crowds got them fired up on the power player And it is eerily silent here at the PG yeah, like Paints Arena. And you really think about that in terms of momentum and 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 what's going on on the ice. um I'm really interested to see how the effect, or if we can see an effect on the players themselves. Is it gonna like revert to some ODR type shit where they're like, "No one's watching," basically, even though it's on TV? But I'm gonna get. You know, like it's just focused on hockey. You're not focused on the entertainment aspect or or any of that or impressing the lady in the front row or whatever it is, right? You're just focused on the guys on the ice and that's it. It's gonna take them back to almost being kids. I think and when, gonna... you, when you played with that with Wrong. that drive. It wasn't about anything else. It's really gonna cut out I don't know. I don't want to say the fluff cause that's not the right word. No,
0: I think it's going to be raw.
1: It's going to be raw.
0: It's going to be raw. Yeah. And, and that's I th-
1: why I would love to have it uncensored broadcast because like the, the communication between the players is going to be very interesting in this scenario. And especially given the period that we've all gone through of like a lack of socialization.
0: Yeah, we need something. And, 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 you know, to, to piggyback on that point, I, We've already hammered away at it already on this on this episode, but like it just—I I can't fathom a world where you claim to be a hockey fan, but you want the season canceled and you think the cup is a joke.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Like, are you just you can't at that. that point? You can't. Think it's like that. the people who are Leaf fans but hate everything they do. Well, even still, when the team's been fucking good for the first time, but in 30 you know years.
0: that that's a, that's a certain class of fan. There is the negative fan. I that guess that so. exists. Ne- like, a
1: negative fan exists, but those are, the, uh, I guess so, because they're cheering for the fucking the team for two periods, and then when they, expect, they go down three one, they're like, oh, I told with, you, I'm so I'm done with these guys. I, I told, told you. you so. I told you
0: that's, that's what, why they're, they're negative. T- they're
1: told you to so, people. That's why, that's why they're what negative, they are. though. And then when they win, because be, they want they want to tell you so. When they're when it's they're, more about telling you so than the success of the fucking team. I agree.
0: There's a few guys in the fucking one Facebook group I'm in. I'm probably going to get raked over the coals by the boys in the group chat for saying this on the pod. Bring but.
1: out the rake, pussies.
0: <laughs> Look at the Whitney. Just drive that Whitney into your bud, bringing out all the shots I don't here. know what
1: this is. Just a faintly pink drink.
0: Almost two hours in. It's my, uh, That's my Bill Cosby special.
1: See you later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, man. Let's wrap it up with this. I'm gonna wrap it up with this.
1: Okay, I got
0: the matchups all written. Did we down. miss anything? I don't know. Who cares? We'll be back
1: next week. We should do like a. We'll like back see on. how long we can do a show for a podcast.
0: No, because we did it today and it's terrible. We talked about video Is it games. Really for, that bad? Yeah, too we long? talked about video games for way too long. Mm-hmm. But whatever, man. We haven't been on forever, so like we talked about. Ear- we talked we earlier. We could keep going. We talked earlier before we went on about how other podcasts can can survive. Because they have a huge following, and that huge following will listen to that person talk about screen doors,
1: right? We, we it have. Depends how good you are to talk about screen doors. Like, how many screen doors have you walked through? Because i walked through oh. the same one several times and a few others.
0: Man, one time I ran through a screen door at my buddy's pool party. It was our Little League baseball team. We were having like our championship party. I was like 15. So you did
1: it as a child? No, I
0: was like 15.
1: That's way more. You're a child. It was more embarrassing. It was more embarrassing. As an adult, you're like, well, I had 12 beers. Of no, course no, I, walked I was embarrassed. Door. Yeah, I
0: was embarrassed. But I ran right through it and dove in anyway. And it, Oh, so
1: you you just took it like a
0: man. I was like, here I come, and I, it just split perfectly. And I oh, <laughs> I was like,
1: oops. <laughs> Whose house was that, Matt Romaine? What an asshole you are! <laughs> fucking parents were
0: like, living
1: with you. Oh man, they lived out in
0: Kelowna. Okay, listen here. Here come the matchups. No thinking. I just want you to
1: pick a team that's gonna win or lose. Yeah, that's gonna
0: win, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang on to this, and I'm gonna date okay. it. And because later we're, we're going to have podcasts coming up. Just
1: remember up. how much thought went into this. Zero. Okay, good. Write that down.
0: But when we go through the matchups, like we're going to probably have a couple pods where we preview each matchup. That's what I'm maybe. envisioning. I want to.
1: We'll see if we have time for that. No, 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 no. Clearly we have a lot of important things to talk about, like screen doors, Fortnite. We're going to record every week and we're going to start breaking down matchups. Yeah. I got to tell you about all the fish I'm catching.
0: Crabs, maybe. Never.
1: Never. <laughs> There's no crabs in the fucking river. Okay, you ready? Yes.
0: Montreal versus Pittsburgh.
1: Pittsburgh. I swear Montreal wins that. That will be... That'll, see, those, one of those examples of something that might happen that will piss everyone off if Montreal wins that series.
0: I agree. Carolina, New York Rangers.
1: Oh, that's, odd. that's the hardest one, probably. But got to go Carolina. Got to give them the nod.
0: New York Islanders, Florida Panthers.
1: Florida's so horny for playoffs. Florida.
0: Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: Toronto. I don't care if they're playing the Monstars from Space Jam. They're winning that.
0: Edmonton Oilers versus Chicago Blackhawks. Oilers. Nashville Predators versus Arizona Coyotes.
1: Oh, that's another tough one right there. Nashville has a chance to save their season with the one series. Wow. I got to give them the nod. I think they figured it out enough to beat, at least to win that. Nashville? Yeah.
0: Vancouver Canucks versus Minnesota Wild.
1: Canucks. But does Minnesota get Caprazov? Because that guy could make a huge difference. And I heard that they haven't decided whether these KHL dudes that they just signed can come play. I'm and calling... he's like the best player in the KHL for the last several years. And he's probably the best, like non any like the best player not playing in the HL right now is probably that guy.
0: I'm calling a clock because we said no thing. Fine.
1: I didn't think about it. Calgary
0: right. Flames versus Winnipeg Jets.
1: That's another tough one. Calgary. That's too much. Oh,
0: man. We are so much against each other. So, uh,
1: Winnipeg's only edges goaltending, but big save, Dave. I think you'd be all right. I'll
0: go with mine now. So, you chose Pittsburgh over Montreal, Carolina over the Rangers, Panthers over the Islanders, Leafs, Oilers over Chicago, Nashville against the Coyotes, Vancouver over Minnesota. And Calgary against Winnipeg. I am going Pittsburgh as well. I'm going Rangers against the Hurricanes, which is against your pick. I'm going with the Panthers as well, to agree with you. Leafs is a no question. Oilers is also a no question. I'm going against you with Arizona, because I believe that Phil the Thrill has himself a playoff. they going to show up. He's had a lot of hot dogs.
1: Think of the break quarantine time that he's had.
0: He's had a lot of hot dogs. He's put
1: on an LB or two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: I didn't mean to laugh that hard at that. Okay. uh, Vancouver, Minnesota. I am choosing Minnesota because Bruce Boudreaux.
1: Because he got fired, didn't he? Did he?
0: I was thinking. He's fired. I was thinking
1: about that before I
0: even said it. Man,
1: we're, look how rusty we are.
0: Oh yeah, he is available. We to We talked be about hired. it on this
1: on this very program.
0: Who did Billy Garen replace him with?
1: I don't know. Who cares? It's Minnesota. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, never we mind. We care about then. all hockey teams equally on this podcast.
0: I remember we had a nice episode about Minnie, too. We
1: talked about him for like half an hour last off season, like preseason.
0: I'm also pretty stoned as well, Ooh. so. Um, I might blame it on that. But wow. I'm still going mini. I circled it. Fine. I circled it. No thinking. It.
1: Go. Calgary, Winnipeg? Winnipeg.
0: Because of home ice advantage.
1: What home ice advantage? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, that's, that one I said on purpose. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> how That's not like a thing.
0: Okay, that one I said on purpose. Not even a All thing. right,
1: dude. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, it's hot. This has been way it's too hot. long. I'm sweating. Tri- turn the AC on real quick. I'm sweating because Tri- of a podcast. Turn that AC Nobody on. Nobody wants to hear it. No, it's I'm I'm playing out the outro too. with AC music? Or A C no, sounds? The you can The barely... rumble you want the outro music to be the rumble of the air conditioner. You can barely hear it. You should turn it on already. I'm I got wires connected to me. Alright. I'm all mic'd we're up. Here.
0: We're out here. Man, that was a two hour pod.
1: I can't believe it was only two hours. I thought we were going for a record breaking three. Three? No, I was Of course not but it was a pretty like it was a pretty free flowing, natural two hours and i feel like we covered everything we wanted to and then some
0: yeah we had a nice little conversation for our gamer listeners that enjoy gaming i chirped you about fortnite which i think will will probably be a popular opinion that's
1: valid i i used to chirp you before it too
0: get warzone i probably true
1: i have it sauce me an invite once in a while oh
0: well then let's play it tonight man
1: nah I'm playing Fortnite
0: (laughs) (laughs) fucking guy We'll see
1: it might be too nice might be beers on the porch tonight or something alright well how nice it is
0: listen calling it a wrap Okay, bye Pucks Indeed podcast episode 62 bye is a wrap that's Lesko signing off you can find him on twitter at Lesko Adam myself at Coleman42 follow us on twitter station is at Puck Pod, and we were very excited to be back in the recording studio here at the farmhouse that soon might be my farmhouse. Stay tuned for that and more. We're back every week. Let's go. We're back.
1: Don't <laughs> don't say that. We're back every week. Every week. That's a guarantee. In two miles when there's hockey. No. This is the Mark Messier,
0: Josh Coleman guarantee that we will be back next week. guarantee. And if you turn me down, I'm coming on here solo. Fishing podcast. See you next week, folks.